And we're back. Hi, Hi Alex. Alex. There it is. It has been quite some time. I think, what, two, three months or something, I think. Something like um, yeah. And we're, uh, we're finally back. Lots changed. Bought some houses, plural, um, yes. among, the, uh, among the group and did lots of moving. Um, but we're back. Um, this is my, this is my first D&D since baby. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Have you done it since then? Mm, when did you tell us and like we already all knew? How, how many, how long has it been? Well, how long has it been since we've done D&D last? I have no idea. Well, actually, I can tell. I can tell you. Either way, I wasn't open to the public back then, so. I mean, there was a. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The last one was uploaded September sixteenth. It was that disc golf game, but I don't have any idea when that could have been. Yep. Wait. What? Se- September sixteenth. It's November tenth. So okay. almost two months. Um. Wait, actually, but, I mean, I regardless, you can you want to make an announcement or something? Yeah, I mean, to all of our um, listeners in Germany and um, <laughs> Italy, uh, Hans Piper, player, Kevin Ward, me, I'm a dad now, except the baby hasn't been born yet, but I'm still a dad now. So, baby girl. So the last time we played Boundary Waters was August 10th. I don't know if that was the same time. Did we play the night that we played at Boundary Waters? At Boundary Waters is when you told me. Wait, when did you say? Hmm, September 16th or something. Okay, so, yeah. I guess we've played since. Oh, yeah. We have, we have one, we have some Brazilian, one Brazilian guy or person. Oh, man, I lost it. 8% 8% of our listeners are, are from Brazil, 3% are from, sorry, 8% are from Germany, 3% are from Brazil, and 98% from, from, uh, excuse me, America. That means 43% from Georgia, 28% from Ohio, 6% from Kansas, 4% from Texas, 3% from Tennessee, 3% from Washington, 2% from South Carolina, 2 from California. Two from Florida, and then one percent from Utah, Illinois, Connecticut, Louisiana, wow. Mississippi, and Virginia. We to have a total of, our... of 131 views all time. Estimated audience five, <laughs> based on recent episodes, and unique listeners uh, in the last seven days is two. In the nice. last seven days. Uh, one of those is definitely me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. One of those is not me. Yeah, me neither. So hey, that's a, so one person at least, right? Yeah. Um, to all of our um, nine of plays our, of our most to recent to all of episode. our listener Brazilian listeners, um, I love lands. Wait. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you have to say it in the. Uh, I don't remember that. Portuguese. Well. Yeah. Well, we've screwed around enough. Um, let's go ahead and get started. I'll do a recap because I don't even hardly remember what happened last time, so I need to remind myself. Um, JK, I was listening today. Uh, listened to the last like 30 minutes. 
So I don't really know most of what happened, but basically, um, you had completed your quest to defeat the Black Spider. Um, you had made it to the Forge of Spells and um, gone through a series of tests to um, decide if you were worthy to um, to open the Forge. Um, you passed. You made it in. And um, you were able to... I forget what y'all did in there. Um, but you have it open when y'all need. Um, you made sort of a committee with a few different of the more powerful people or of the uh, you had Sildar, the two of you you had um, Murdoch was on it and um, I want to say Kovirian maybe, maybe not it was five people, one for each piece of the key um, you split it up and you have Sildar um, thing, oh Nundro was the other guy um, Gundren's dwarf for, uh, brother that y'all had um, had rescued he had been captured by the spider um, you split the keys up um, but Sildar thinks you have probably about a week or so um, until the rest of the Lord's Alliance really gets into it to really do whatever you want with it and um, to allow Murdoch to sort of do what he had wanted which you let him in um, he did go do something. He didn't tell you what it was. And then um, he told y'all uh, about basically a place. Um, he says that if you go and find these, uh, he called them warp hogs. Um, like R, I mean, W-A-R-P, warp hogs. Um, he said he knows of a place where they may be, they're rumored to be, and he, um, if you were to go and get them, then they could power some sort of vehicle, um, with, you, he could enchant a vehicle with them as the power to take you to space, basically, some sort of rocket ship, as it were. Um, he said that he had a map, which he gave you, um, of the place and to the place. Um, he said he didn't know what sorts of dangers would be inside, but he knew that it wouldn't be dangerous. Um, and he knew that, um, oh, well, that's about it. He knew that it was up in the, um, the crags of the Neverwinter Wood. There's a um, mountain range sort of to the north there. If I had my map, I'd show you. But um, the town you rescued uh, from the rest of the goblins that had been um, working for the spider, and you've been helping to rebuild that. A um, just doing different things, getting food, getting, um, having a puppet show to raise morale, um, which everyone loved very much. And, um, trying to think of anything else really happened. Oh, Helga and Sven had, um, taken all of the goblins basically under their wing as their new, or the goblinoids, 
as the new leaders, and they said basically they are going to um, their their goal is to do something good. They said with them, instead turn them around. They have this big army, this lots of manpower. Why not do something good with it? They're thinking maybe they'll instead of picking off, you know, random travelers and and mugging them along the king's road, they could protect people along the way. Um, and so they have gone off to do that. Um, leaving the rest of Phandalin to build back, um, which they are in full swing of now. Uh, carry, um, Captivating Carry and Haggling Harry also brought their places of um, residence they can sort of move around. They brought them to Phandalin and are also helping in any way they can. Um, Murdoch says he's got a little bit of um, stuff he needs to do in preparation for the war pig, war pogs, but um, believes that he'll have it done by the time y'all get back. Um, I think that's about it. Sildar's just doing his thing, working with Nundro to get the mine up and running. Um, and sort of help out wherever needed. He's basically running the town for now until someone else can can come. And again, he said basically he thinks the Lord's Alliance will probably be there in roughly a week. Um, and will things will probably get a little bit more restrictive surrounding the Forge of Spells. Um, in other words, if he recommends whatever you need to do with it, do it now. Or soon, rather. <clears throat> Are these new? They've no, I'm just in this box. Not that box. They were in the other box. Okay. I got a big bin of them over there. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. I was gonna try to make the puppet show thing, but I don't know. I was gonna make it from the perspective of Yuji and then give everyone crab pun names, but I guess. Well, y'all did. Y'all did the um. The initial puppet show, at least, before Brock Zambroni yeah, sat but... curled up next to all the other kids, just loving it. Um, yeah, very I touching moment. To, I don't know, plan it, but got busy, I guess. No worries. Uh, yeah, any questions at all? Um, <clears throat> so they want full control over this thing. Left off. They. The goal, Sildar. Well, y'all have basically talked with Sildar, and he's assured you that he will push to not have the Lord's Alliance take full control. Um, in the old days, when this was used by all, it was run by a number of different people, different, um, different factions. And the power was split up. That way, no one could could take it 100. percent He um, believes that the Lord's Alliance is probably going to want to do that, and that, and he admits that was his goal originally um, when coming up here before he met y'all. <clears throat> After working with y'all and understanding y'all's desires, um, as well as sort of understanding what this this area has been through he has changed his mind and he's going to basically try and, and 
can convince her not to do that. Um, there are already, like, Nundro, Murdoch, the two of you, and Sildar each have a key. So unless y'all's committee basically decides to do it, it can't really happen unless they take it by force. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? I don't know. I I feel ready to just go and figure out what those warp hogs are about. Okay. So you wake up. um, It's a bright sunny morning the after effects of the dragon ice dragon um have been slowly fading throughout the days and it's getting back to normal almost now it's nice um spring day and um you wake up a couple clouds in the sky not super hot not super cold and um you prepare your yourself to to get ready um, is there anything you you know that this is going to be probably a pretty cold environment up in the top of the mountains of no above Neverwinter Wood? Um, other than that, you don't really know what you're going into. Um, Thirty prep. What y'all want to do here? I'll go look around for some jackets. Okay. Some warmer clothing. Um, you look around. Go to the general store. Which Barthen has uh, stuffed back up. Actually, no, it was Barthen. I remembered, I went back and I listened to him again, and he was country originally, and then he was not country later. Uh, so I'm going to go back to How'd the... that happen? Yeah, I don't know, because I forgot that he existed. Um, <laughs> but he um, he has some jackets in there. Um, are you looking for, like, what type of jacket are you looking for? Um, one that's definitely stylish, um, but also warm. Maybe some fur popping out the back right here. Okay, so you're looking like a, a thick coat, or you're looking like like a light jacket. Not like super thick, but kind of nice and warm for the weather or the climate we're going into. But nothing like. Uh, you're going like 30s, 40s, 20s, but nothing like. Do I know how cold it's gonna be up there? Any not idea? really. Um, it's the top of a mountain. Um, snowy. Uh, I'll take that. The thick one. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. I'll um, take the second thick one. Yeah. So he's got he's got a couple of them. Um. That, through the the wear and tear of the, or not even wear and tear, but just the poor treatment that the, um, that the Black Spiders minions had around here. Um, he's been able to sort of repair a little bit, but it's not like, you put them on, and they're definitely, and he gives them to you, out of gratitude for, for saving the town, but... I pay him, I insist. Ask me much. Well, I'll, uh... Usually, I charge maybe uh, five gold a piece. They're pretty. They were pretty nice, but I'd say maybe two now that they're kind of tore up. I'll give two gold as well, or three. How about that? I'll give three as well. 
Oh, well, well, thank you so much, all of you. It's really, that's really nice of you. Do you know a tailor? I'm about the closest there is here. Would you be willing to uh, measure me and fit this to me a little bit better? I can, uh, I can do my best. And he brings out his, his old ratty thing. Doesn't look like he really knows what he's doing very much. But he measures you a little bit. And he uh, says, yeah, I think I can make that fit just a little better. Um, if you wouldn't mind, my friend care as well. Yeah, yeah. He measures him. I say, um, no, I'm good. And I'll just... You know, just wrap up in it. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. He uh, spins... He says, well, I, I know you're trying to get out right now, and I'll uh, I'll do it right now. And so um, he takes it off of you and sort of... You wait about an hour or two and sewn it up. Takes him that long? Um, Can I help him? Can I assist? Yeah. Um... Is he mine? No, he doesn't mind. He's, he's happy for the um, for the company and um, and the help. And yeah, after thirty minutes, an hour or so, um, got a you got a code. It fits you a little bit better. Probably no no warmer than it was, but it definitely looks a little bit better. Um, I give him an additional three gold, and I thank him. Oh well, thank you so much there. Y'all have a, a safe journey. Is there anything else that y'all need for your journey? Some hot tea. Oh, well, I don't know about hot, but I can definitely give you the tea, the, some, some tea leaves. We've got a little bit left. We might need... Yeah, hand sure. You a little, sure, why not? Hand you a little bag about that big of just loose leaf teas, like bundled up in a... Um, thing tied together I with some cord. stuff that makes fire I know yeah, making a fire yeah, every oh, day oh so. of course yeah you, you'll, you'll be able to do that but I can't give you any hot tea right now you know what if they put there. something that's hot in the bag of holding does it preserve temperature you could find out hmm. I take a steamy dump in the bag <laughs> um <clears throat> Should be good, right? Yeah. You got you're stocked up on arrows and everything. Uh, I believe so. I have enough. Yeah. I know I haven't really been using ingredients, but I stock up on ingredients for spells. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. You use either your spellcasting focus, which is typically a um. I guess yours. I I have assumed yours was like a loot or something like that, or your bagpipes. And then, um, or you can use like a components pouch for those kinds of things. But yeah, um, could I? Yeah, could I buy like? 10, I don't know which you have set up. Ten arrows. Buy some ten arrows from somewhere. Yeah, um, he he. Uh, they, there's a an abundance of arrows that they've found from the uh, the goblins that were here. They're not super um, nice or anything like that, but they'll they'll do. Okay. Um, Definitely, yeah, you get some, you get ten, you get twenty goblin arrows if you'd like. Um, and um, he says, well, these these weren't even mine to, to start with, so you should you should definitely, definitely take those for free. Fair enough. <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, can, can I help y'all in any other way? Just... Keep the kids entertained, and um, 
help out where you can in rebuilding the city. Oh, I, I will. I hear Brock too is really taken to those uh those uh, puppet shows that you showed him, and uh, he's been teaching all the kids how to how to make different puppets, and I'm sure they'll have something something good. Yeah, I'm so, sure your tailoring skills could come in handy. Uh, I can help in any way I can. I think uh, I think we'll be good. Don't you guys? Thank you again for for all your help that you've you've given us. It's of course unlike anything that that I ever expected. So, well, care shall we be on our way? Yep. We all have a fine day, a fine evening, a fine night, and for however long you're you're gone, have a fine journey. And I hope Thanks. to see you when you get back. Thank you. I see my horses outside. Yeah. Tied up. You want to ride? Sure. All right. You'll get on it. The horse kind of two people. How much do you weigh? Because I'm a very light elf. I don't know. 115 is all my equipment. Your equipment is 115? 45 pounds, yeah. I'm unencumbered. Okay, I'm 123. My equipment's 60. I don't think I ever put that in for you. Yeah. yeah I'm Definitely medium. not a um, not a pack horse by any means. So carrying, I think there's probably stats somewhere, but I'm not gonna look them up. Um, but yeah, carrying what almost 400 pounds worth of stuff. At least, or more than 400 pounds worth probably of stuff. More than. Well, how much do you weigh, you think? I mean, I probably Is weigh it, 150, both, at least 160. Yeah. And you weigh, what, 120? 20. So that's already almost 300, plus his over his 120, um, plus your 40 or something. Yeah. It's like okay. almost 500, so 450. We can take turns riding. Yeah, I mean, y'all. so y'all can both, um, like, Get on it and ride. Um, help your your feet go, but it won't make, probably make y'all go any faster than, we need, than just if y'all are riding. Was his name Sam? Sam. Yeah. Do we want to get another horse while we're still in town? Sure. We have plenty Could of gold. Why not? I don't yeah. know. So, um, you're looking around. Um, there's they're using a lot of the horses and the mules to like kind of rebuild the town. Um, but you're, you start asking around a little bit and, um, the, uh, one of the, the farmers, um, by the, uh, the name of, um, what's his name? Fantasy Name Generator. Um. Donald. How much does a horse typically go for? Off the top of my head. Um, a male horse or a female horse? Doesn't matter. Seventy-five hundred feet or a hundred gold. Okay, I seventy-five hundred. Seventy-five to a hundred. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I thought the same thing. That's <laughs> like holy my bad. cow! I'm gonna sell my undead horse. <laughs> Me, <laughs> super rich. 
Um, but yeah, a former by the name of um, Glacier um, mentions that he has sort of an old horse that it can it can still ride, but it can't carry a ton of weight anymore. Um, could probably carry one person, but it's not going to be a. It used to be. It's not become more of a trotting horse than anything. Um, you'll be able to. Um, travel the same way as you would or like keep up with him but just it, it he says it's not really useful for the fields anymore um so, so he said it while I bite. um it's useful for the fields being like pulling plows and things like oh, that um you can use it just like a normal riding horse um he says he'll sell it to you for um so, well it's uh it's the old family, family horse, um, but you've done a lot for us. I'll give it to you for 50 gold. I'll take good care of it, <clears throat> and I'm in no need, so how about, I'll just give it, give you 75, how about that? Alright. So. We're super generous. <laughs> It, it is very man. generous of you. He's, he says. <laughs> he, he agrees. We are No, that's what I say as we ride away. <laughs> and then he hollers, "You are generous." You are. Um. But yeah, um. So you get your horse and um. You pack on up everything. Sildar comes out and just sort of waves y'all goodbye as you ride away. Um, anything else y'all want to do before y'all leave? I assume we stock up on some food and stuff. For yeah, you got all your supplies and everything you need. Um, yeah, you think it'll probably be about a two-day, maybe one and a half-day journey to get up to um, to the the feet of these uh, of these mountains. Probably another half day to a day climbing into the mountains to make, to to find this um, abandoned castle is what um, Murdoch has told you it is. Um, so you're off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You navigate through these. Uh... Man. Freaking So it's just us two, right? My music changed. No NPCs? Yep. That's what it looks like. We're gonna die. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Have we even been on like just us two ever? I don't think so. But I can heal a lot and do support and you can do a lot of damage. So damage and I have a lot of utility for traveling. Are you tanky at all? What's your uh no, because I've been rolling super poorly on my hit points, but I should be. I mean, I am more what, than... What's your hit points right now? Uh, 52 is my max. Yeah. Did, I, did we get full rest or long rest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, multiple. Um, yeah, y'all should all be good to go. 100% rested, 100% on everything um, that you that you need. And you, um, you're off. So y'all begin to travel north. Um... Along this, the up the Tribor Trail out of um, Fandolin, 
and eventually make your way to um, the Neverwinter Wood in the north. Um, yeah. My maps are good. I need a map. So you make it up the um, tribal trail. You take a uh, take a right along that the same pathway that you um, had taken when y'all went up to the the northeast up there and got your first puzzle piece. Um, and then eventually you make your way into following the map into the Neverwinter Wood. Um, right before the Neverwinter Wood, you take a uh, take a rest um, for the night and. Seems pretty, um, pretty uneventful for the night. Wake up the next morning. How, how high have we climbed, do you think? You're still uh, below the forest. So there's the, you're in the, sort of the plains, and then there's the forest, and then there's the mountains that sort of go up the top. So you're entering the forest on your, on the morning of your second day. Uh, or, sorry, well, you left about midday or so, and then made it there. Now... Broke camp, First, and now you're yeah. leaving. Yep. First full day on the road, and you enter into the woods. The, um, the woods are, um, as you recall, a little bit darker, um, and as you travel north through them, they get thicker and thicker. Um, you see different creatures climbing around, um, the sun begins to streak through the canopy less and less and um, your horses begin to slow a little bit as they're trying to pick their way around the brush and different things like that um, but will, you're making progress I'll put on my uh, goggles of night goggles of night yeah it's not super dark at all it's not even dim light it's just like is getting a little bit dimmer as just because the sun is harder to get in um but yeah, if it gets any darker, I'll, I'll uh, let you, you. I'll just say that you put those on. Um, time progresses. Um, you come to a uh, sort of a, a river, and you can tell that it's um, kind of running down from the mountains because you put your hand in and it's really cold. Um, nothing supernatural or anything, but just super cold, you uh, get back on your horse, you water your horses and yourselves, you um, you know, get back on your horse and you crawl for the river, sort of more of a creek I guess, and continue on your way. Um, another mile or two, it begins to get a little bit colder, a little bit colder, um, and towards the, uh, towards the bottom, or the end of the day, you see sort of the excuse me, the foot of the mountains beginning to, or just your elevation begins to rise. Um, how hard, far do y'all want to go up the mountain into the night? Y'all just want to break camp now or, or 
setup came out in the foot, or um, sun's pretty much setting now, um, but you could ride through if you want to save some time. I'd say we could go a little bit further. Okay. We go until... Like, we could probably set up camp pretty quickly. Yeah. So we go until we think we can fully set up camp until it's too dark. Yeah, okay. maybe keeping an eye out for any like particularly nice spots, like a cave or something. Okay, um, so you keep going up, and um, you um, after an hour or two, you're kind of getting tired. Is this um, you're walking up faster and fat, or not faster and faster, but higher and higher elevation? Um, but um, your horses are, are handling it pretty good. Um, at, at least at this water. point. Um, no, but it does. And um, eventually you find, you do in the distance, it begins to snow a little bit, but in the distance, um, with your, you have dark vision, right? And you put your, your goggles on as well. In in the distance you sort of see what looks to be a little bit of a cave um, that might be a good, pretty good shelter. You make your way in and um, set up camp. Um, if you go any further, you'll probably take a point of exhaustion um, we need to set up camp. Can I search this? Not fully search the cave, but search it to make sure it's like there's poisonous spiders or anything yeah, like yeah. that aren't in there. Roll me a uh, perception check. Uh, I forget what my perception is. I'm sorry. I think it's three. Yeah, so 13. 13. There's, uh, there's nothing in there. Um... But uh, you notice as you're sort of walking in, like you're getting, it's it's getting like pretty cold as you go up these. Like your coats are helping, but they're definitely not working. You get into the cave and the winds that are like it's cause starting to snow, starting to almost blizzard a little bit, and the winds die down um, as you get into the cave. Like it's still going outside, but it doesn't feel super cold. So you feel like this would be a good if you had been out there. You you think that would have been a pretty miserable night. Um, but in the cave, you think it's pretty good. You search around. You don't see any holes or anything like that. Maybe spiders could come up out of. Um, you, you're you uh, experienced with this, so um, you none of those same telltale signs are there. Seems like a pretty decent, just kind of like a, a cave. It doesn't go too far in, but it's enough for cover. I'll get a fire going. Okay. So I just thought about it. Is Yuji able to keep up with us? Uh, yeah, he's fine. Okay. He'll just he just sits so up. I don't know how much how how big how is, much he? is he? How much does he weigh? He's um, pretty large, I think. He's a medium beast. I don't know what that is, but uh, he's fine. Okay. He's able to to keep up. Y'all aren't going too much faster. Um. Than like your typical, you know, 40, 40 feet or whatever per per turn. But um, yeah. So um, get your fire going, set up camp, um, and you have uh, a night to sleep. Are y'all doing a watch at all, or? Um, I'll just set up my uh, hut. Oh yeah, yeah. go to sleep. Yep, you got your hut in the in the cave with the uh, fire inside of it, and you go to sleep. 
Um, pretty uneventful night. Sorry, go ahead. Does the hut protect from weather and elements? I don't believe so, but I could be wrong. Um, I don't think it does either. I just... The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry regardless of the weather outside. So there we go. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Liamon's tiny hut. Um, yeah, you wake up the next morning and um, still pretty cold out there. Um, but you feel well rested and and good to go. Um, thing I want to do before you go. Let's get some breakfast and go. All right, you do that, and um, after, or you keep keep going up, uh, trudging gets a little bit hard, especially for your horses, um, and um, but they're they're making it, and you're able to sort of go through your horse, especially Hans is um, not really having a problem with the cold. Um, yours breathing kind of heavy, but um, still. Still making it pretty good. Um, throughout the day, the sun rises. It gets a little bit warmer on your faces, but as you're you're still raising or um, you know climbing the the mountain, that it's just like it's getting colder and colder the the more you go up. Um, and eventually, in the distance towards uh, the, you're getting I don't know. You see the peaks off in the distance of the mountains. Um, and then you see also this sort of um, ruins of a castle that are built in the side of a mountain. Um, you would imagine this is what you're looking for. Um, the the night or the day, sort of afternoon, mid afternoon or so, and um, you think you could probably make it by by sundown. Okay. Um, you keep going? Yeah. As you go, um, you get a little bit closer, and um, it's beginning to get, like, pretty cold by the time you get there. Um, I'm going to need y'all both to go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw with advantage because of your cloaks. That's gonna be rough. Yeah, so um, you just sort of take a breath, pull your clothes around you a little bit closer, and and carry on. You seem everything seems to be pretty good, and you make it up to the um, to this this complex. Um, Is a horse a large creature? Uh, remember. Large, yep. Um, so, you reach this area, pretty much just ruins, like in the top. This hasn't been touched for years and years and years. 
Mm-hmm. Um, at least up, up top. Um, it's getting dark-ish. Um, as you enter these ruins, um, do y'all want to try and set up camp out here or go inside first? I think inside would be warmer. Yeah, for the horses. Because um, I could set up the hut for us and we, we'd be fine, but the horses can't be in the hut. Yeah. So, yeah, we try and get in. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me um, perception check to try and find any sort of an entrance here. So you're looking around, it takes some time um, to find, and the cold is just bitter. It's so brutal. Um, but you uh, you do find it, it takes probably about an hour or so, and I'm going to need y'all to roll another con check. Advantage or no? With advantage always, yeah. good so you you just pull it around you again you finally make it and you find a trap door uh, or not a trap door sorry there is a door um with sort of like an area over you open it up um, yeah, for the horses come into. um you could probably sneak them in or like push them in but throughout what it's we've pretty, it's human seen sized. is there an area for like stables or like an area with an opening that at least would provide shelter um, there's area with like it's, they won't get snowed on in there, right? It's still just as cold for the most part. Um, but if we set up a fire in there and there are like walls or something, it would... You could probably rig better. something. Um, might take another hour or so to just really get everything like all all lined up. Um, but, you know, you could probably... Should we do that for the horses? Because I don't think your horses are going to make it if we don't. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll also... I'm gonna make the hut for us to work in and make that area good so we're not freezing while we do it. Mm. And then once we get it up and going, the horses come in. Okay. Dissolve away. Yeah. Um, you do that. Go ahead and roll me a um what is that? A survival check. I will do that. With advantage, because he's helping. Yeah, you set up something that seems pretty good. You actually, um, you've you've known how to or learned through your years how to how to get this something like this to go. Well, so we're in the mountains, right? Yeah. So I think that I should get double proficiency bonus. Seems valid. Yeah. No, I, it's right. true. So what is that? Twenty eight. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So you're doing. You're you you've done this. You have. You've traveled in the mountains before in the cold, and you've set up tents that to keep things warm. Um, a little bit bigger, a little bit harder to keep warm in the middle, um, but you feel very happy with what you've done. You lead your horses inside, and they sort of just hang out. You start to set a fire in such a way that it's probably going to um, burn for 
you think it could probably, with the wood that you've got there set up, you probably could burn for about eight hours, mm-hmm. keep it pretty warm. Um, and um, does it look like there's, I guess, much chance of like anything coming inside or? I know we're like we should be looking out for dangerous stuff. We're in the. Are we in the? You're in some sort of like ruins, basically. Just ruins. Okay. Um. There's yeah. Some places are open. Um. There's snow everywhere. Um. Like, clearly been snowing here for a while. Um. Do we know if this is close to the place that we have the map for? This is the place. Yeah. Or it is yeah. yeah this sure. is the place that you have the map. Um. And you you know that you would be supposed to go down into sort of the you know that there's there's a dungeon basically below this area which is all Murdoch really knew um okay. so yeah this this is it cool so you so what time is it now um it's, pretty, it's late I mean it's after sunset for sure so um, we would get exhaustion if we tried to just go probably yeah so we should set up camp yeah and maybe keep watch um Yes, yeah. and, and it really when you put up Lamins like, um, you just set up the whole tent before, um, for the horses, and then you just kept the same Lamins. You can still get your full on rest there, um, on the same same cast. But uh, the next morning you'll need to probably set up use some more wood to set them up, but but they can last the whole night without any. Um, Constitution checks or anything. Um, but yeah, the next morning, y'all wake up. Nothing really. Um, actually, roll me a. Uh, both of you, roll me a wisdom saving throw. That one. Uh, eleven. Also, Nat eleven. <laughs> so. You care are um, you have throughout the whole night very um, restless dreams um, you so, so these are weird sort of dreams that you, that you had sometimes before entering sort of a more magical dark evil place okay. um, and um, you don't get the uh, the long rest because or the benefits thereof. Um, it was so it was I just can, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah so get you get or... yeah one level of exhaustion and you don't heal or anything like that um, yeah. through that. But um, but the next morning does come. Um, you do get a long rest, Hans, and um, well, we got some coats. <laughs> yeah. 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 That would have been brutal. Because, yeah, if you fail that check, you take a, a point of exhaustion as well. Ooh. Um. But. Lemon's Tiny Hut comes in clutch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's per... You're supposed to check, take a check every Wait, hour. He gets a... Don't, is it just proficiency, or is it... For wisdom saving throws? Um, is it saving um, throws you get? Actually, that's true. Because that was a whiz save because of. I'm that saying, didn't have to do, do saving throws get? Um, no. A 
wouldn't think so. I, it doesn't matter anyway. Well, it matters for future, but I don't think that I should have gotten the proficiency bonus because it does say enter wisdom check. What was that one that I did? Oh, it was for the cold. Yeah, so that was constant. The other ones were con saves, yeah. Yeah, so that one wouldn't have, it shouldn't have done double my proficiency. This one, for what you just, the, the nat one this you just one rolled was wisdom. a wisdom saving throw, not check. Right, and it's also not because it's the mountain. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the mountains. Yeah. It's It's just... There, this is a pretty evil place, and it's affecting you. Um, you had pictures of, of a uh, skeleton creature um, with um, this giant shield and a giant sword, full full plated armor, um, and a helmet. Oh, and you had pictures of a bunch of other skeletons and. Um, Things like that, you you know, of all different types of creatures. Um, you have a uh, picture of um, Um, you have a picture of this, just this skull with these green glowing eyes and just like, um, horrible, uh, terrifying looking like wisps of blue, um, necrotic energy just sort of like coming off of it. Um, Mm. you have, uh, like these pictures of just this, you just get this feeling of horror. Um, just something is close that you can't even see Um, but you know that just this feeling of horror and and dread is a point basically and then excuse me you wake up Um, and the next morning you both wake up and already you set up the rest of you know your fire so that you can keep your horses warm and um would you like to enter let's do it okay i tell uh hans about my dreams and something spooky here i don't typically have dreams like this no well we will keep an eye out certainly Alrighty. Y'all make um, your... Is that good? Sorry. When we enter in... First thing I want to do is use my wand. So, mystery secret. What, what is it? See. Wand of secrets. Okay. Um. What's the range on that? At 30 feet. Pulses and points at... Uh, a secret door or trap within 30 feet. Um, so open up your map that I sent you all. See where it says one? Forgive me, this is a, a crappy version of it where it doesn't have a player version and a non-player version. Um, yeah. 
because this isn't official I, material. I found one. Um, but yeah, so y'all are where those stairs to the north of that one. That's where y'all are coming down. At what point do you um, cast it? Each square um, is, is uh, five feet. I mean, sorry, ten feet. I'd say once we're down off the stairs and into the room. Okay, so two two squares right above the one. Yeah. Cool. Um, you um, cast your your wand, and over to the right. Sorry, your yeah your right. So if you're coming down, your right. Um, you see underneath the twenty six. There's there's that S. Let's see, there is a secret door there. Um, that your wand of secret points to. Oh, that okay. I really didn't know that was a secret door when I did that. No, that's fine. And and like you were really technically like thirty five feet away, but I just figured you're just kind of like walking around or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's through the wall. Is how far? Ten feet. Oh, ten feet. Yeah, so it's through the wall there. Um, that it's pointing. There's a door um, there to your in between the one and the three there. And this room that you step into is, um, again, the uh, entrance to this, uh, oble- how do you spell this, or say this word, O-U-B-L-I-E-T-T-E, oblet, oblet, I don't know. I, I have to see it, what, what is it? O-U-B-L-I-E-T-T-E. Obliate. I've never seen that word in my life. I hadn't either until this, but you know that's what this is called. So this whole a area dungeon with is apparently called only through a trapdoor in its ceiling. There you go. Okay, so that's an obliate. So it was a trapdoor that y'all went through instead, actually, because um, <clears throat> that's what this is. Um, so as you walk into this number one, you're po- holding out your wand, you're looking around, and you just see this long hallway stretching before you, about seventy feet. Um, north to south, columns standing against each eastern wall or eastern and western wall hold the hall's 25 foot high ceiling aloft. There's a barred cell at the south end of the hall, um, within which, and um, if you look, you can see what seems to be like kind of a pile of rocks, um, but it's kind of moving. Okay, so um, does our map, like the map that they gave us, show us all the secret doors and stuff? I know you just said that it was just because there's no... No, it does not. Okay. Um, but the then, map that they gave. But I see, like, I see the rooms, right? Um, I just don't know that there's a door there to get there. If there is a room that has... Yeah, I'll just say if there's a room on there um, that only is entered by secret doors, then... It doesn't it's exist not, It just doesn't exist on the map, yeah. yeah okay. So sorry, I only have one, no, one map fine. here, but I figured it was easier to do it this way. Um, but yeah, you see a, a pile of rocks sort of just like, and it's just almost moving, um, in the bottom behind the cell to this, to the south. Um, and, but moving like, like it's just back and forth, sort of just it's like rocking, rocking. There you go. That's a good one. Um, you see, um, right outside of in between. So like the cells all the way at the bottom, um, and you see three hulking skeletons sort of standing guard there. Um, your wand you point out, and it goes to your right, 
And then as you see that, y'all are walking in, and these three skeletons see you. Um, these are not just normal skeletons, though. They're big. They're sort of hunched over. And you see on the skull, there's two horns coming off right there. Um, they still walk on two feet, but they... Um, Do they look like my dreams, or that sounds a little different? These were definitely in your dreams, but like I said, there was like a number of just tons of skeletons mm-hmm. just like running around. Um, but yeah, um, as they see you, we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. by them so they are going to um, they're going to turn um, towards the two of you and just begin to sprint across this 70 foot long hallway all three of them are just coming and then it's your turn they're they're probably they're getting close to you but not there all the way forgot to tell you um each of these skeletal creatures with hooves and um horns rushing at you have this giant great axe just like huge in their hands and they're running at you Skeleton hoof look and leg. Come around, I guess I can't. My computer's off. That's what it looks like. These green eyes, all these um, different. Wow. Spooky. Yeah, I think I'll uh, just use the charge. Okay. Uh, Why not? 
I think we can take them, but... Probably could. But you know how, like, at the end of Fallout, when you have, like, seven mini-nukes and you didn't use them? Yeah, or said similar comparison. I feel like we're close enough that I just... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm going to throw a charge at him. We're far enough words. we're out of the way of any damage. Okay. Um... Yeah, so you you throw you threw one of them, you said? Alright, go ahead and oh they have to roll right. It's a deck save of what, fifteen? One of them makes it, the other two don't. It's also maybe a bad idea to use like super powerful stuff on undead creatures, because they might have the ability to come back to life. And then you're just wasting all that damage. Well, I don't know. That's just a thought. I don't know. Um, so what is that? How much damage is that? I think it's, what is it, 68? It, it's the or eight, fireball yeah, eight, spell. It's 8d6, I believe. Target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful. So one of them was successful, the other two were not. So go ahead and roll your uh, d6 Where I can if you want. If it's easier. I'll just do it on here. It's not as fun, but I'll do it. Okay, so 21 to two of them, and 10 to another one. Excuse me. Okay. Um, you, as you throw this fireball out, it looks like it is not, um, like it's doing normal damage to them, it looks like. Um, they are burning, their, the rags that are on their arms are, um, are just, they just burn off, disintegrate. And they continue to run forward, completely unfazed. Um, I mean, their bones are cracking and burning and scalding right, and right, stuff, right. but they don't seem to feel pain. I'm going to give Care Arctic Inspiration. Okay. And I'm going to move back a little bit behind you. <laughs> okay. So you take a few steps back. Um, these peop- these guys are probably, um, probably 20 feet away from... You, um, so you take a five step back or ten step back, so they're like thirty feet away from you and twenty feet from you. Um, and it's your turn. Here. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay, there's three of them. There's one that looks to be lesser than the other three. Yeah, I was trying to decide that. Uh, I think I'm going to do the one. 
so yeah. I'll do the one that looks lesser. Okay. And then, right, more yeah, attack it with my goal. Big guy, 18 yeah. damage to him. And then it's a plus one. Yeah, 18 damage. Or, yeah, has whatever property a plus one longbow does. Whatever magic thing happens. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yep. Remember, um, you okay. had the 1d8. I, I didn't hear the history that. He did not. Okay. You can oh, also add that to an attack roll. Right. Um, but not, not for, not for damage. damage. Yeah. Not for damage, but attack roll. Um, is that just a one-turn thing? Mm-hmm. His bardic inspiration? Yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. You use it any time in the next ten minutes. Okay. Um, I will no. attack the same guy again. But yes, once you use it, it's gone. And it's a 16 to hit this time. Hits. Um, and so then that's 13 damage. 13 more damage. Um, alright, anything else? Wait. Yeah, that is 13. Okay, sorry. Um... Okay, so you pull that one bow, you fire, you uh, you hunter's mark it, so you, you point at it, and um, clock it out for, for destruction. You fire two arrows into it. Um, oddly enough, even though it's a skeleton, um, it's hitting it, impacting, and doing damage. Um, and, um, yeah, so now it's their turn. Um, the two that he hurt, there that did not make the save, stagger a little bit, um, because of the fl- of this explosion in front of them, and then continue to charge forward. Um, both of them are going to um, tr- attempt to lower their heads as they. Um, well, one of them each is going to lower their heads and hit each of you, um, or attempt to. So on care is a, an eleven to hit. Nope, doesn't hit. Um, and a twenty three to hit. On um, Hans, um, you will you can take an attack of opportunity as because he had run stepped ten feet back, so it runs by you to hit him. With Um, it's just an attack of opportunity, so it's one melee attack. Um, one swipe basically. Okay. Um, so unarmed strike. Um, or just yeah, I guess. Or if you want, you can try and... You have a short sword, right? You can try and draw and hit if you want. Or Yuji could, yeah, as well. Both of them? Probably both, actually. Yeah. Yuji existed. Um... Okay, sure. Yeah, because I guess that... But does that mean I have to drop my bow? I guess that's fine. Um... To draw my sword. You'll just need to put your sword back up to hit. I guess. Because it's one-handed. You just, like... (laughs) Hit it out or whatever. So you, you put your bow on the side. You're you're fine mechanically. Okay. Um. Okay. Then I'll swing with my short sword. Wait. This is not the one that I. This is with. not the one that runners one. Um. That one is running towards y'all. Um. Hefting his axe, and we'll resolve that in a minute. That's a nat twenty. Nat twenty on the one attacking Hans. 
Uh, with your short sword. Yeah, and that's 10 points of damage. 10 total? Um, oh, 10 plus... Slashing? Well, plus the double, because it's... Wait, is it... You roll double damage dice. Double, yeah, yeah. So, so it's 1d6 plus... Another d6. Your... Whatever your modifier is, plus another d6. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so another 5. So 15 total. 15 total? Um... As it hits, is Yuji doing taking his as well? Yes, he is. Yeah, save me. Uh, that is a an eleven to hit. Uh, eleven is gonna miss. So Yuji snaps at him, and and the um, skeleton just like jumps to the side as um, as it just like, jumps right over it. Um, and then he is going to, he did hit you with a, it was a 23 hit, right? Um, this is good. And he gores you for 16 points of piercing damage to your chest. 16? Yeah, and pushes you, uh, or go ahead and make me a um, 14, or a uh, strength saving throw. Oh, I should be... Taking disadvantage with my exhaustion. Uh, I forget what the first level of exhaustion does. I think it's just skill checks, isn't it? Uh, 18. 18? Alright. So he, he hits you, and um, you feel like you... Um, oh. Yikes. People are stronger than I thought. It's a skeleton moves at least 10 feet straight towards the target and then hits it with a gore attack on the same turn. The target takes an extra 2d8 piercing damage. So another, in addition to what I said, another um, 13 points of piercing damage. Um, and then you pass the strength saving throw to keep from being pushed back and knocked prone. Um... So I don't know how much that was total. I think it was, was that 13 plus 12? So 25? 16. 16, oh, 16? Oh yeah, because of plus 4. 16 plus uh, 13, or whatever I just said. 29 points of damage. How you doing there, buddy? I'm alive. You're pretty glad that you leveled up today? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um... Yeah, so then this, so that's that guy's turn. The other um, last one that's running with his, his great axe, um, Hefted, he and he comes down on you, um, attempts to hit you with great axe for a 17. Hits. For a total of 22 points of slashing damage. With this great axe, as it just, just, I mean, and it honestly, it does slash, it does slashing damage, but it honestly, not only the slashing, but just the the massive of this great axe is just bludgeons you across the tip. It feels not just like it cuts you, um, and it stops in front of you. Um, now it is Hans' turn.
Kosher greater healing. How much healing is that? Greater, I think, is 48 plus 4. And you said that I can do that as a bonus action? Yep. Administer to yourself for a bonus or someone else for a, um, yeah, 48 plus 4. I mean, sorry, 4d4 plus 4. 4d4 plus 4. Yeah. Good. Yeah, bonus action to administer to yourself and all fours. All fours, really? That's so awesome. So what is that? Uh, Twenty points. Twenty points Yield? of. Yield. That is that is massive. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So yeah, you heal twenty point. You down it. Um, and you feel this life-giving liquid um, flowing through your gullet, down your gullet and into your stomach and through all of your veins. Um, and you feel a burst of energy. All right. Um, Hell, because that was all fours, you have advantage on your next check. Because I want you to. Or your next attack. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to attack him with my magic right here. Okay. Here, plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Alright. And which one are you attacking? The one that just hit me. Which one next to me. Okay. Uh, Eleven damage. Eleven damage. Um, okay. <clears throat> Anything else? Um, I already used my bonus. So. Yep, um, that is true. And carry you're up. So you have behind you. He just hit this guy with his um, rapier, and it took some damage. Not looking like close to death, but definitely looking damaged. Um, and then there's the guy standing in front of you, which just tried to gore you and does not. There's also the guy standing in front of you with the great axe that looks um, also similarly damaged to the one behind him. But the one that gored you is not or tried to gore you. The one that did the um, hit me with the X was the one I have Hunter's Mark on, right? Yes. Okay. And he's close enough to hit right now. He is. Everything except for his is within, uh, or like, yeah, the the gore and the axe are both Um, within melee melee damage. So I'm going to take out I... Since I swung my one sword, I dropped my bow, I'll take out my other sword. Okay. And, um, swing at, I need another d6. That's good. Um, I'll swing at the one that I have under the Alrighty. Also, just so you know, all three of them have great axes. Um, the other yeah, two yeah. are just charging. Right. Alright. Um, 18 to hit, and that would be, um, 12 points of damage. 18 to hit, 12 points of damage on the Great Axe guy. Um, alright. Of slashing. Um, it's, yeah, uh, piercing. Piercing? Yeah. Short sword, I guess, is piercing. Makes total sense. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. I just uh, I just forgot. Yeah, this might be. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, I'll swing again. He didn't yeah. die. No. He's looking pretty rough. Um, 
That's not great. That's a. Uh, it probably hits twenty four to hit. Yeah. But then um, eight damage. Eight damage. This guy's not looking happy with life, um, but he's still standing. So that was my two attacks with extra attack, and then I'll use my bonus action for two weapon fighting. Okay. And does that get the bonus? Doesn't get the bonus. It just does the. I mean, it gets your plus one, but it doesn't get like your your uh, modifier extra damage, right? Well, that's a twelve to hit anyway. That hits. Oh, nice. Okay, then. So you stab into it, and it's like he almost dodges out of the way, but just barely nick him. Um. So then that would be six damage, I think. Or oh wait. Six. Six dice plus what did you say? Sorry. Um, it's just whatever's on the dice. Okay, just that. Okay. Okay, um, and you, as you just barely nick him in the neck, um, he was like, you had slashed him a couple different places, and you just barely nick him one more time, and his neck just falls, his head just falls to the ground, and he crumbles in front of you. Um, and there's two left standing, um, and it is now their turn. So, um, both of them are gonna stand up and roar, they look back, and they see that, um, and actually, they don't even look back, but as it falls, the other two roar. Um, not making any noise because they don't have vocal cords, but they just <laughs> they're, they're uh, skeleton pieces. You just see them get very angry, and they both heft their axes above them, above the um, and uh, come down. Hans, you're first. A twenty-two to hit, and a sixteen against care. Both hits. Um, So for Hans, damage is going to be 19 points of damage and uh, slashing damage and um, 17 to care. I just rolled a 12 and a 1. It's 2d12. I'm glad I got a nat. Yeah, yeah, you are. (laughs) I would probably. Yeah, you are. Oh, man. Um, And then it's back to care's turn. Hans' turn, sorry. I looked at I looked at Hans and said care. I looked at Kevin. He's a people. Um, I just, no, one, no one ever attacks Eugene. That's true, I always forget he exists. I'm sorry. He also doesn't attack anyone else. Yeah, he kind of just doesn't do much. Just throw another fireball. You could heal me. Oh, yeah, at this point, if you're yeah. trying to hit both of really, the, you could hit the person that's attacking him with a fireball. If you're going to hit the one in front of you, like it's going to hit one of y'all. Because it's basically how we, how we are here is Witcher. there's Morgan's, Morgan, yours, you. And y'all are 10 feet back. Because I, mean, I, I can definitely kill the one that's. I can kill one of them, and probably I'll go for the one that's. By you. Although, I do have my short sword. I'll do uh, Cure Wounds third level. On yourself? 3d8 plus 5 for Morgan. Oh, you'll heal him? Mm-hmm. Do I do the d8? Or do he does. Three. I think three. Oh, I already had one. 
Is it cure wounds touch? Yeah, so I'll walk up to him. Okay, so you, so remember we're here. We got Morgan's Minotaur, Morgan, your Minotaur, you, like that. And this is there's ten feet between you and Morgan, so maybe right there. So you could, yeah, could you not disengage him though, right? Yeah, yeah. I was doing math wrong. I was thinking you were one step away, um, but yeah, that works. So you're standing next to Morgan there. Okay. Sorry, I could have drawn out a battle map here, but when we started uh, the battle, I didn't realize it was going to be... I know I said third level, but screw it, can I do a fourth level mm-hmm. instead? It's just an extra one. And it's not because it's all the amount. It's just a figure. And it's actually not a bad amount. I just figured, why not? You'll look right. So 16 damn or 16 hit points for you, Morgan. Okay. So going to do mantle of inspiration. Oh, I just I should have used my departed inspiration because of this I had. I mean give me and you eight temporary hit points. You can use your reaction to uh, move your movement speed without getting an opportunity to attack on them. Nice. I will move one step closer to the one that's more injured. So it's like melee range. Okay. Yep. So you take one step back away um, into melee range, so you all sort of just swapped places this this round? Well, I'm going to also use my speed to leave the room. Okay, so you're going... Um, if you look at the map, there's... Um, are you going... Y'all are in the number one. Um, so you can go back up, or you can try and take a right and go into three or, three, or a left and go into five. You can run into the room further. Remember, it's like a 70-foot... I'll run into the room further. Okay, you run in as far as you can into the room, um, so you're probably 25 feet away from the closest min- Minotaur. Um, minotaur skeleton. Okay, um, their turn. They are both going to turn. It is your turn. Yes, you're correct. Forgive me. Um, I'm going to I cast... I didn't write down an issue. I'll cast Hunter's Mark on... You use your bonus action to move it over without... Yeah, sadly, but that's fine. Um, well, it doesn't take a spell slot, though. Yeah, but I can't do my um, triple attack. Yeah. yeah, the only reason I would use swords, but whatever. Um, wait for what was it hit? Or not that, but yeah, plus nine. So that's a thirteen to hit for. Um, that hits. You're doing the hitting the more hurt one. More hurt, yes. Yep. 13 points of damage. 13 points, sorry, it's not looking happy. Okay, I will Still alive, though. Yep, swing at it again. And I'll use my Bardic Inspiration. Right, uh, 
yeah. You can? Yep, so it's a D, what are you, a D8 now? Kev? Uh, it, yeah, it's 1D8, sorry. If I roll one, yeah, that would have been really bad. Um, so that's a 6 plus... Uh, plus 9 to hit. So, yeah, it's 15 to hit, yep. and then 8, 13 points of damage again. How would you like to do this? Um, just slash it down like it's just basically the same. Oh, wait, no, that's the other one. I did that. Um, I'm going to slash, like... You decapitated the other one. <sighs> no, but I meant the one that did to me. Just oh, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm just going to, like, like slash right at the side of its head so it cuts off its horn and then down through its body. And you just make this awesome arc all the way through and slash and it's just... And then you watch for a second and then it just... And slides off. Um, one of the horns falls, clatters to the ground. Um, I like look back as I'm running away. <laughs> um, that was so cool. Anything else you want to do? Um, I think that's it. You are out of the range of the other one. Actually, yeah, yeah. I so do, there's I Kevin in the middle of the room, then there's the skeleton, and then there's you ten feet away from that skeleton. Okay, can I walk toward or like to Kevin without provoking opportunity? If you're trying to go past it, no. Okay, like it's not wide enough. No, no, no. Yeah, I guess I see. Okay, um, then I'll just kind of surround it with UGME on either side of it. Okay. Turn movement, and that's it. Sounds good. So he's going to see that you just killed another one. It does the same sort of um, clattering and definitely going to use its great axe on you as well. Um, these guys have just not been rolling very well. It's a 12. That's not it. They're rolling pretty well for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, they can only hit you. They've hit me plenty. Of That's true. They have hit you twice, but they're always less good than when it's a. It's always like a nine is the best I think I've rolled on the dice against you, or no, maybe a eleven. But versus him, it's like the worst I've done is like a fifteen in the dice. <laughs> so there's one skeleton left. He's not looking like he's super hurt, and he just missed. Um, okay. Um. Usually, but either way. If 
you press it, if you tap it six, seven times or whatever, it'll it should just roll seven of them. Because I haven't been adding my proficiency bonus. Not that I use that very often. 22 damage. 22 damage? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, it's a six level attack. <laughs> oh. Um, Auto hits. Alrighty. Um, just wait. And all these missiles just just. Oh wait, is it what type of damage? Wait a second. You create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. A dart deals one. A dart deals one d four plus one force damage to its target. So if I shoot three of them. Shoots three of them with one, and then on the second level, if it's a sixth level, then that shoots um, eight, I think, right? Because it's three, so the second level is four, third level is, so sixth level would be eight. So eight D8, or eight D4 plus eight. How much did you roll? How many dice did you roll? I rolled five, six dice. So roll two more dice. And you were at 22, right? Plus 8, which would be... Um, so, yeah, two, just two more d4. Alright, so an extra 4. Okay. And then... And what type of damage was that? An extra 4 for the rolls, but it's plus 8 overall, right? So that'd be an additional plus 2. So, 27 damage overall. Oh, you had already added the plus one on all of those. Okay, because yeah. I added plus... Okay, I got you. Yeah. What was... Uh, force damage. Okay. Um, Sorry. And force damage. You know what? Screw it. This guy's vulnerable to bludgeoning, and force is kind of similar to that. Um, you <laughs> obliterate this guy. Um... Just and it just and just bones are like flying off, just shattering and scattering into pieces. Um, as this thing just disintegrates in front of you, and um, with that, we're uh, done with the combat. Oh, very good. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're that standing. You're standing in the um, entryway here with just piles of skeletons, excuse me, surrounding. Um, And um, you hear to the right of you in that number, door number three, you hear some clattering sort of beginning to maybe move around um, as if something is preparing um to the south of you you um you see again the locked cell 
which um, you could just make out basically what looks to be a pile of rocks, sort of just like rocking or almost breathing, it looks like. Sort of weird to see um, a pile of rocks breathing, but that's the best description that you could come up with. Decisions, decisions. So we know there's either a trap or a secret door in room number three. But there's also movement in there. Yeah. I feel pretty underpowered for this area. It's fair. Hmm. Shall we just pick a door? Sure. So you want to go into one of the... Oh, there's also... I'm sorry. So you can see... You can see on the map. You have basically four entrances plus the um, <coughs> locked uh, cell, like prison cell or whatever, in the south with the rocks breathing behind it. I think we should try to go through stealthily at this point. Uh, which door? Because I just rolled for door five. That works for me. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and cast Pass Without Trace. Now, is the breathing rock, is it in the cell? It's inside of the cell. It's like a pile of rocks. It's hard to see. Or you, you can go you up towards it and look at it. That? I mean, it's in a cell. Is the cell closed? The cell's locked and closed, yeah, it looks like from here. Oh. Uh, I mean, it could be a friendly or like a prisoner or something. I guess. I was. I don't know. I don't want to, like, anger this whatever it is and sure. have it, like, attack us right away. So maybe we should come back to it because I'm also not feeling that well. Okay. So maybe, yeah, maybe, like, I don't know if we're going to spend a whole day in here or whatever, but if we could get a rest first mm. or something. Sort of sits up. And you see it's actually a creature. Mm. Mm. Seems to contemplate, sort of look at the two of you or the three of you and sort of just... Mm. Well, hello there. Hello. Hello. Seems I have found some... Kindly free me. Why, why have you been locked away? Well, I fell through this. And he's like shouting across this 70 foot feet room towards you. If we want to stealthily, we will walk over to him. You walk over and he kind of quiets down a little fucking... Did you scream? Did I Well, first you could see this hole here in the ceiling. And you look up and there's just this hole in the ceiling that looks like it might have even been like a trap from above. And he... That one was... Was trapped here. I've, have I ever seen what this? What are you doing 
ever seen a species that looks like this? Romy Arcana. Or nature. You've heard of something, you're fairly certain this is probably this, but you're not positive, um, an earth elemental. Uh, <coughs> different, uh, thank you. Different, you know, there's earth elementals, fire elementals, air elementals, and they take this, the shape of, you know, whatever they are, um, whatever type they are. Some are friendly, some are not, um, kind of depends on the one it is. Your passive insight would say you're not catching a lot of bad vibes from this guy, but yeah, just passive. Oh, poor my manners. I'm a Would you like a cracker? Or some bread or something? Oh, well, thank you very much. Is there like a lever? I'm, uh, don't uh, eat very much, though, so... Mm. But if you wanted to pull set me free, that would be very... <laughs> helpful. I would be very hmm, grateful. Is there like a lever or something to open it, or is there like a? Does it look like there's a key to unlock it? Or there's a lock. Um, looking around for a minute, you find a key on on one of the uh, Minotaur skeletons. You fault. Um, kind of quietly to care, I say. Care, there's one thing I've learned from you. Is that you can't judge a book by its cover. I say we let him go. Sure, why not? <clears throat> um, it would be maybe helpful to know more specifically what he's doing here. Um, I slowly walk over and I say, I found the key. Um, as I try and get you out, maybe you could tell us the story of how you ended up here. And I'm just like slowly walking. Well, I, slow down I was traveling through the mountain. And I, uh, well, I fell through this hole. Alright, let me stop you there. Have you ever heard of warp hogs? And would you know, would you be able to be of assistance to us in um, using these hogs for well, scientific purposes? I don't know much about science. I'm pretty handy in a fight if they don't Trap me behind a cell like this. What, you so let what? me free, I might help you. 
Was it the warp pods that trapped you in the cell then? Is that what you're saying? Well, if you recall from our uh, previous conversation, I fell through the roof and found myself here. I understand that. I don't know of any, um, warpogs of whatever that is. Okay. It seems very so then, interesting. Does that not, like, add up to you? That, um, I don't know. He was like, if they keep me trapped here behind these bars or whatever, I don't remember what he said. I'll set him free. He has the key. Did you see that? I'll or click it. Click yeah. it. Oh, well, thank you very much. Now, what is it you're, uh, you're doing here? Well, like my friend said, we're looking for the Warpogs. Oh, of course. Well, how can I re ever repay you for mm, setting me free? You said you were good in a fight, so... Um, oh, yes. That would be helpful. Let's see. I mean, we just had a pretty hard time with some of those skeleton guys. Um, oh, well, you seem to do pretty well to me. Hmm. Thank you again. So maybe, maybe we'll test your skills. And then see if you can help us get further in and get to the warp hogs. Hmm. I do like tests. How would you like to test me? I figure we can just see how you do in our next encounter. Oh, alright. How fast are you <laughs> at walking? Oh, well... Did you just look at the statue of the sloth in Zootopia? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I can probably keep up with you. Alright, let's go through door number five. <laughs> Alright. And he begins to follow y'all. He's walking normal speed. Yeah. Um, every so once in a while, he, he sort of like, like stood up. Stood up, so he stands up, and he literally is a pile of rocks. So if y'all look at this guy, okay, um, he's just kind of walking. Um, he's um, very large. He's like eight, nine feet tall, um, and as he walks behind you. His foot sort of like, he takes a step, and then it just like melts into the ground below. And he's like, almost as if he's like, as he's walking, he's just like falling into the ground, like melding with it. Um, every once in a while, he'll sort of like, 
glide like sometimes he falls all the way in and he comes back up and he's like oh. he's just like humming as he walks along I like him me too so do you have a name friend oh well if you recall our uh, previous conversation he he uh, my name is um, Koak What is your It's been so name? long since I heard So so that is like Q U A C K? No no, you spell it up I think in your language. K O A K What is your name, my little olden friend? <laughs> my name is Hans. I'm Carrie. Hans and Carrie. What pleasant names. Thank you. I very much like Koak, too. I think one day I might name my child Hans and Carrie. Aw. Well. Or not. (laughs) Well, where are we headed now? I would love to meet the little pebbles today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> oh, good joke, calling them pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go through door number five. All right. <laughs> um, so you go through through um, door number five in the top right. Um, each of these doors that you see, by the way, is just a stone, um, 10 feet wide, three feet, sorry, 10 feet tall, three feet wide, and three inches thick as you push this, this door, the stone tablet, basically, move it out of the um, way. They're hung on these massive stone hinges that are built into the frames, um, do you have any more healing that wouldn't be too much? Yeah, I can give you a... Or yeah, I wouldn't use too many spells or whatever. Yeah, spell slots. Also, um, it is very dark, so y'all are seeing everything in grays. Shades of grays because you're using your dark vision. Okay. You probably won't be able to take off your goggles um, okay. throughout most of this unless otherwise just... Uh, Eleven. Hit my eyes. Yeah. You're walking through to these. These walls are just these large limestone, like very clearly carved. Um, it looks almost dwarven in um, a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the make here. Um, the walls in the in the room number five, um, they're rough. With a lot of it, this one's actually interesting. A lot of the walls are kind of broken masonry, um, and um, um, looks like someone had hammered into the walls these different um, intricate. Uh, 
decorations and things like that. Um, as you uh, you walk in, a um, little man you push or you push, and he like jumps back because he had his eye to the keyhole. Um, he's <laughs> Well, hello. He's a human. He's sort of like uh, bent over. Um, he uh, he says well, hello, and then he just turns around and begins to run. Uh, okay. Goodbye. Right. He keeps running away. Um, and y'all don't follow him at all. I ask the I ask Quack. Have you ever seen that guy? Um. Oh well, I haven't been here very long. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Have you had to? Seemed like a pretty interesting person, though. Yeah. Have you had to run or have you run into any like fights? with anybody any of this you said that we were on the same side or like looked like we found a friend so I didn't know if you had fought those skeleton guys before oh no I fell through the hole <laughs> okay. in the Thanks. ceiling and, and that's when you found me okay just turn this Two hour story into a six hour story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Coat>. <laughs> How Coat did you make it wet. through childhood? Oh, well, long time ago. <laughs> How old are you? I grew up in the mountains, the north. My mother. Moak and my father Poak. Well, they formed me, and then I lived with them for quite a while. So. Oh, and I am, I don't know, a hundred years old or so. Maybe two. You say formed you. That sounds kind of weird. Were they like wizards? Or... I'm not sure how that's supposed to work. Oh, well, no. Um, You see, when I say the mountains, I really mean the elemental plane of Earth. Um, And I was summoned here left. One day I'll go back, I hope. Okay, sounds good. Good talk. Let's move so on. I don't know how old I really am. So I you could potentially be 400 years old. Or five, maybe six, or maybe seven. He seems a little wishy-washy. Maybe 800 years old. Does your species generally keep track of time in history? Well, not while we're in this plane. Usually, we're not here for long. 
Are you aware of your existence? Well, of course I am. My name is Kowak. Do you have any siblings, Kowak? Well, yes. My sister's Oak. <laughs> but I haven't seen her in quite some time. I want to very, very thoroughly search the room while this conversation is going on. Yeah, you keep searching. <laughs> Wait, search did we search room. the bodies of the skeletons in the last room? No, I'll do that as well. Alright, I can keep pick up their. They just all they have on them is their big great axes, and you don't really find anything in this room that seems to be picked clean. Oh. Does your species ever keep pets? Oh well, we mostly are just earth elementals. Often we're the summon pet things of mm, druids, wizards, and like. But sometimes we get stuck. Are you from the mountains? <laughs> well, a long time ago I was grew up in the mountains and that was really, I guess you'd say that was the plane of, elemental plane of Earth. How I think I was summoned here sometime. Hmm, what did you say? How long ago has, or how long has it been since we first met you? Oh, I don't know. A few minutes, maybe. Hmm. He has a concept of time. A few hours. <laughs> How long years. do you think it's been? Um, yeah, that sounds about right. A few hours. Hmm. Have you ever met any other elementals? Not well, Earth? I grew up in the elemental plane of Earth. And so... Yes, there was once I saw a fire elemental. How long ago was that? <laughs> I don't know, a hundred, two hundred, maybe ten years or so. He left very quickly though, because he said. He was four. Alright, Alex, you win. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one talking to him. <laughs> I wanted to see how long you would keep that. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna blast. You win. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't trying to be stupid. <laughs> That's okay, I was. I'm just playing the character. <laughs> um, yeah, there's nothing really else in this room um, other than the... Uh, there's a, a doorway, again, one of these big stone pillars to the north, um, and then another one to the east. Uh. Alright. Alright. My magic dice tells me to go into the seven door. Alright. Alright. Um, I'll blindly follow. 
So you, my, it's my intuition. <laughs> so you, have y'all are y'all stealthing at all? I think. Uh, no, I know you no. said you would cast. Past I say, So I did say that. Did I have time before you started talking to me? Before who? Um. The oh, um. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Have yeah, because I'd rather it. not. Um, at this point. Yeah. And so. So yeah, not stealthing at all. Yeah, because we we're we we're still trying to test him on our next fight, and that's also why I had him heal me. Okay. Um. So you open up this room. And um, broken, you see just broken couches just caked in mud all over this room. Um, weird fungus seems to coat every surface, um, or not every, but the surface of a bunch of the broken furniture. Um, seems to be nothing super special in here other than that. You again see the um, a doorway to the north all the way in the end of the room. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> You want to check out? Let's let's do check out door number six. Okay, so you walk back out um, without walking too far into that room, and um, open up that door as well. The door uh, or this room seems to be stripped bare ages ago. I mean, just dust everywhere. Looks like it hasn't been touched in a really long time. And the um, the human ran through door seven, right? The what? Yeah. Human. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, just just this overwhelming smell of burning leather um, just is completely filling this room. Um, Do we see him? That guy? No, he's he didn't run in here. He ran through seven. Um, this oh, room, and this room does not have another, this is six, and it does not have, like, any doorways or anything on it. It's just sort of, like, you can see, it looks like, um, it's been picked clean, but there's, like, a, it seems like there's some rags sort of hanging, laying on the ground, um, that, uh, maybe somebody was sleeping on or something at, at one point. It's like somebody set up a bed. Trying to keep track of time. Okay. So I know like kind of how long our horses have been out there and how long that fire was suspected to last. Probably been about five minutes since Joe came down here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fight only took like, you know. I'm pretty sure a that minute. was an hour of talking to Coax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. All right. Maybe maybe more like maybe more like ten or fifteen minutes. I don't know. How? Um, I'm sorry. Is there anything in there? Is it just empty? Pretty much empty, except for kind of like a hastily thrown together bed with like just made out of rags or whatever. Nothing worth searching, looks like. Yeah, you look around. You don't really um, feel anything. You do? Do you walk in? Sure. Second, you take a step in. You just feel this like horrible like depression. Just like your your life soul or your like your um, life force is just like being. It's just like stagnating. It's Am I little, aware that it would just happen like Yeah, like you step in and it's just oh, like wow, that's just and it feels like your your um your life is just sort of being like just sucked out of you just like take a step back. um and you take a step back and it whew, whew, you take a breath and you're you're back to to good again. Don't don't go in there. Yeah. Hmm. It sucks. Doesn't seem like a great place to be. Why you would sleep in there? 
Whoever made that bed. Alright, shall we continue on? It does seem like if you're walking around here, that's probably a a decently located place to sleep if you're like, you know, needed to spend the night in here. Um, just because of its location, but also that feeling like... Roll me Arcana. You have, um, you've heard in the past of, of, um, different auras being placed on a, um, in a room or in an area, um, that do different things. Some, like, kind of help heal you or allow you to, to gain temporary hit points or different things like that. Um, you've also heard of others that are, like, anti-life auras that keep you from healing or some even hurt you or different things like that. Um, that is one of those auras, um, not sure which one, but, um, it's not good, for sure, um, but, again, this is a place that doesn't have any windows or anything, it seems like you could lock the door from the inside and be pretty protected in there if you need to spend the night, mm. you just may not heal from a long rest or something. <clears throat> I want to search for the man and kind of, like, keep an eye out as we... I don't know. I guess open that door um, past seven and kind of try to see if there's any signs of which direction you went. Would that be tracking, or is that like am I kind of too close for that? So you're going through seven. Um, yeah. Roll me a uh, survival check. There's eleven years. They could be friends. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I have disadvantage because of exhaustion, but advantage because he's a. F- oh wait. Yeah. Humans. Yeah. He's a favorite enemy. So. 14 plus uh, survival, so 20. You see some uh, some tracks. You're able to find them. They look like they ran out the, the north. Okay. Um, like after the door, he went to out. the north? Out the There's a door to the north, yeah. In 7. In 7. Yeah, I meant like, I want to open the door to the north in 7 and see which way he went down in that hall. Oh, oh I see. I'm sorry. Still, like, mildly cautiously going through the door, but, you know. Okay, sorry. Um... So he went, it, it, your, the tracks seem to have taken a right and gone down. So if you see after that seven, there's sort of two, um, there's, this seems to be like a big main hallway in this area. To the north, you see some double doors leading to area 22. Um, and then he took an immediate U-turn and went straight south on that first hallway down. Um, but you could also continue on east around right. the hallway there. And you, you faintly see a door to area 21 from from where so you are. So we have this map. You have this map, <laughs> yep. Now, if there's anywhere that, are, like, we don't be, you don't see doors. any secret doors, and if there's anywhere that is only, tr- like, has secret doors on the outside of it, it's like, in the, you see the 25 and 26, those yep. are not on the map because they're, you can only get there through the secret doors. Same thing with down there in between 28 and 27, that area. Mm-hmm. 
uh, is only secret doors, so you can't. That's not on the map either. Yep, makes sense. <clears throat> um, I say, let's go track this guy down and see what he's about, because he seems very interesting. Okay. Um, and if we run into enemies along the way, then I guess we'll just have to deal with them. And maybe he'll know something about the warp pigs. So that was just a straight U-turn right there going south. Yep, going straight south. Right. Um, you begin to walk down there with um, Koak just lumbering behind you. Um, and he's just sort of like, every once in a while, he's just like looking around, inspecting the walls. Um, he, he got stuck in there, like inspecting some of the couches, not touching anything, but just looking at things and the mold. And then he just kept on walking um, he's following behind you. He's keeping up with you, but he's just, like, not paying attention to anything. Um, you get to, uh, room, parallel with room number eight, and you look to your right into that room, and you just see a massive number of rats. Um, there's just rats everywhere. Um. Does it look like, I'm still following the tracks, right? You're still following the tracks, and they're continuing to go south. Okay. Um, but you do see that. Um, you said you are not, um walking stealthily right so they they yeah, see no. you as you walk down into it um you see them as well and there's um one larger rack or um rat like giant rat and then where did my music go what the heck I must have finished garbage um There's one larger rat, and he squeals as you walk around the corner, um, and 14 um, other rats just um, running around. Uh, are also giant, but slightly smaller rats running around him, all sort of like... <laughs> and they start running towards you. Roll initiative. I see... You see, oh, the, the one bigger one um, wears this tiny gold crown on his head. Um, jeweled gold crown. And then adjustable strap. It looks like it's holding onto his head with. Okay, I want to um, line myself up to hit as many rats as possible. And or and hit the main the one with the crown or whatever, um, like make sure he hit I hit that one and then also as many other rats as possible to shoot with uh, my lightning bolt. Okay, so they're all running at you in one. Um, oh, sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. I I rolled high initiative, um, so I just kind of assumed I went first. Oh yeah, what's your initiative? Twenty four. Twenty four. I bet you could um, Hans. I nine. Nine? Okay. Um, yep. Your turn first. All the rats are starting to run at you. <laughs> okay. You're like this big. And then the bigger one is like this big. Okay. So lightning bolts. Can I hit all of them? Or how many do I hit? They're running. Um, you, you line it up and you hit you hit a good number of them. Um, hard to tell in the fight how many. But I'll tell you when you hit them. Or rather, 
they all line up, <coughs> and um, you n just you <coughs> lightning bolt um, directly through. And um, what is the is it a roll to hit? How do I? Um, let me see. What is so lightning bolt? I was looking it up. Yeah, level five. Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 8d6 damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. So I don't think that it's a roll to hit. So, um... You fire, and 8 of the 14 rats, plus the giant one, or the um, bigger one... Are in your in your cone or not your cone, but your um, and immediately they just and just shocked and then they all just fall dead um, on the ground. Wow, I still liked my roll. Um, you still yeah, your roll That's was good. Um, it's a really good roll. Yeah. Um, quite, but yeah, um, there are six of the rats left. Anything else you want to do in your in your turn? Six of the rats. Um, They're not in the line. They're sort of on the outskirts. But yeah, down the middle is... So that was 34 points of damage if people are interested. Dang. Um, I have a bonus action, but I don't know what I'd use it. I think I'm just going to... Wait, what was it? To command, can I do this to where I can command Yuji to um, take the help action and help out Koak with whatever he's trying to do? I don't know if that would like, or if if Koak, I don't know, like would I have to say a specific thing that he would have to help with. Oh, um, you're just, what do you want him to help with, or like, yeah, I guess that would kind of be weird to just say I guess you can just say help him with whatever he's doing but I don't know what that like I don't even know what Koak is doing yet. yeah yeah and like he can't help with an attack action or something like that right um he could give him um yeah you can use help to give advantage oh okay then I'll just do that I'll okay. tell him to yeah do that okay um that's your is that a bonus action to command him because I have exceptional training yes is that a feat? Um, yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's just at, at a certain level I get that. Okay, cool. Um, so then next, that's the end of your turn? Yeah. The rats begin to um, swarm towards you. The All six of them, well, not all six of them, I'm sorry. Uh, what's your AC? 16. 16, so two of them latch onto you. What's your AC? 14. 14, two more of them latch onto you, and um, two more of them go for Koak. Um, find my notes again. Um, Did you say that the one with the crown died? 
the one with the crown died and the crown fell to the ground. Okay. Um, right. So... We need to pick that crown up, put it on, and then they'll obey us. That's not a bad idea. That would be really cool. <laughs> Um, you take three, no, five points of piercing damage as two of these bite into you. Um, as they're just swarming all over you, you take four um, points of piercing damage. And both of y'all go ahead and roll me a con save as this. Um, as these, these disgusting looking rats bite into you. That's in that one. That is a... That's a nat three, but a two. Okay, so both of y'all just feel this like, <coughs> like horrible, horrible feeling as this disease. You contract this disease um, until the disease is cured. You can't regain hit points except by magical means, and the target's hit point maximum decreases by. Yours is four. Yours is one, Morgan. I don't know why. Morgan gets better rolls every time. Your hit point max just decreased by one. Okay. Every 24... Or, uh... Oh, by one every 24 hours. And yours is four every 24 hours. Is that permanent? Until, um... Until the disease is cured, yeah. Hmm. So, when If I the did... target drops to... If your hit point maximum drops to zero as a result of this disease, you die. Okay, so... But does, like... It would just reset to what my max was before if I get the disease cured? Yeah. Okay. We still have those temporary hit points, right? How long do those last? Forever until you get more temporary hit points or they go away. Okay. Or maybe a long rest, maybe. I don't remember. Okay. But from the what you did in the fight, yeah, you still have those. Cool. Um, and then they bite down, or they, like, try to swarm Koak, and they just don't. Um, like, they just, they bite into him and nothing happens. Um, and, uh, then it is Han's turn, I believe. Nice, you didn't get attacked. Take it. I'm going to cast... So they're, like, all around us right now. Yeah, there are six. Well, there's two on you, two on you, and two on Koak, and that's. He killed the rest of them. Oh, there's only six rats left? Yeah, because he killed, like, nine of them. I used Lightning Bolt, which is. I knew you killed a lot. I guess in my mind, I was thinking, like, hundreds of rats. Hmm. I mean, these guys are, like, this big. Oh, this big. And there were four. That's a pretty big ass, or maybe this big, I don't know. But there's like 14 of these, and then there's a bigger one that's like this big. Um, killed this one and killed eight of these. So now there's six left. But like, imagine if 15 rats that are this big are just like walking around in this room. I'm gonna cast sleep. Level okay. Two. I have to re out how many guys that is. Um. Regardless, um, no, it's it's not a save, is it? It just doesn't. They each only have one hit point, so because they're minions, um, so they all go to sleep, all six of them. All right, as they're asleep, I'll just kill them. 
you do that. I also go get the hat. I, I, I almost don't want to kill him. I want to see if it'll obey me with the hat. I leave one alive and I get to get the hat. Okay. Um, you walk over, just feeling the effects of this disease. Um, and you pick this... Dis- it is just... As it as this creature dies, by the way, it turns into more of a humanoid. Seems it was a were rat um, thing, and you pick this just disgusting looking crown up. It is, I mean, filthy. Um, but it's gold. Got some gems in it. You think it's probably worth a good bit of money? I'll clean it. I'm not gonna wear it. I killed the other rat. You polish it off. Um, clean it. You put it in your bag. And you want to try? No, he said that the rat that died became humanoid after not... Like, what if we just turned into a rat by wearing that? Like we're rat? Yeah. I think that's... Oh, what if that's the disease we just contracted? Hmm. I described the whole disease. So, like, okay, you, you just lose... You know four, all these so you Yeah, and, and it seems that, based on my rules, it seems that you're... It, you, you got Do a little bit worse thing. Rats? But every... 24 hours. Yeah, you've fallen before. Um, but every 24 hours, you lose four of your maximum hit points, and you lose one of your maximum hit points. And if that gets down to zero. And if your max hit points gets out of zero, you just die. We need a doctor. I definitely was envisioning bigger rats, like medium-sized beasts. Sorry, the disease giant rats are small. The way rat is medium. Hmm. But I mean, think about like you, like you a rat, you, a normal rat's like that big. You this told guy me is how like big, big they were, like in numbers. And I don't know what you said, but there's fourteen just, of them, and a couple feet wide. Yeah, you said a couple feet wide or something like that. I remember you saying it. I just didn't actually think about it. So, um. um but I'm not really upset either. It's just 34 damage to kill a bunch of one health things. It's kind of funny. Well, you hit. I know, that's why I used it. All at once. Like, that was a good use of that, I'd say. Um, Um, Is that. You have three uses of that, right? Yeah, that was my first. Yep. Um, Behind you. Up like from where y'all came, you're beginning to hear. You remember that clacking that y'all had heard before behind door number three. Um, you're starting to hear that kind of echoing through the the same sort of sound echoing through the um, through the cavern. Mm. The um, feet print or feet. So there's the two doors on the other side of eight. This door, this um, <clears throat> room that you're in. There's the double doors, and the, you would you know that those are the ones that lead back into number one. Um, you can keep going south along the hallway that you're I in. I to inspect the humanoid-looking rat. Okay. For what, what it, Oh, I guess it wouldn't. What's the question? Um, I was thinking that maybe that was a human that we saw run away, but it also doesn't look like, like it, that yeah. guy at all. No, he's a lot. This is like basically a humanoid with a rat face. And like claws and stuff. Isn't that what we fought in the mountains? Yeah. 
Or I don't think y'all ever... Oh, yeah, y'all did fight them, actually. It was like... They were, like, looking around at you and stuff. There was, like, a, a nomad... Well, we had the hut mm-hmm. that was protecting us, and they were, like, surrounding us. Would we know um, how we'd be able to cure the disease? Like, of... I don't know. There are, um... Antidotes that different apothecaries could probably make for you. Um, this is not, like... This is just the plague, basically. Um, and then there's spells that can, can heal them, okay. usually pretty low level mm-hmm. as well. A lot of clerics have them. But, but yeah, the, um, again, the, the walkway, they're like, actually, do y'all want to take a break? Sure. Cool, let's take a break there. Be right back. We're back. Um, but yeah, so, um, killed the... All the rats, um, you hear the, the kind of shambling noises behind you, um, echoing through the cavern, and, uh, you stand in front of number nine, you'd walk down a little bit, there's a doorway, number nine to your left, and number 21A to your right, um, sorry, you're going down, so reverse those, and then you also see two more doors to the south, one a little bit to the right in number 10, and one in number 19. Um, the, the footsteps that you're following go into number uh, 10. Okay. You want to just keep following that? Sure. We go into 10. Well, I, I look the quack and I say, um, <clears throat> I guess, or it looks like you didn't get the disease. I guess that's useful. Glad you, um, I don't know. Glad you did. Glad, <laughs> yeah, glad you, you didn't really help us out either, though, so I don't know about this yet. Like, yeah. Do either of y'all speak undercommon? Void. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, we, can we just talk to each other in void? <laughs> if, if it's just conversation between us, just assume it's in the void. <laughs> That's how that sounds. Um, yeah, so um, you go, so you just open the door in number yeah. 10. Um, so, actually, one. Yeah. So you open the door, um, or as you get up to the door, you just hear, like, some language that you don't know, um, shouting, basically, from the other side, um, deep, gruff voices, um, do you just go in, or how do y'all want to... See, I mean, peeking. Is there any like cracks in the wall or door or anything? Um, it's pretty. It's just one big stone thing, and it's just held up next to it. And there's got the the. You'd have to open the door to be able to look through. Okay. 
crack it open. Um, you open it up and you just yeah, see. Well, you lead the way. I, I'm not looking great right now. You just see eight Durgar. You know Durgar, dark. It's like a drow, but a dwarf. Okay. Um, so dark dwarves, um, and they're just like shouting at each other. A couple of them have their hands on their head, like they're surprised. They're like, "Oh my goodness!" They don't notice you, but in, in because they're so um, busy and distracted, and they're like pointing at each other. They're like, and one's like. It's like, and they're like fighting back and forth. In the middle of the room, you just see this mass of blood and gore just like in the middle. And like the whole room and all of the Durgar are completely soaked in this. I mean, something, it looks like some creature that has blood inside of it just like exploded in the middle of this room and just like painted all of the walls and all of the roofs. And they're just like. Um, Better him than us. Hmm. You think that's what happens when the disease, or at the end of the disease? Doubt it. say that and um they all and they um basically just turn around and they're like um getting like ready they lift their they each have shields and um war uh war picks so when I know like anything about like so, I, I mean, I guess they only speak under common, or would I have any guesses to what else they might speak? Um, roll me the intelligence. Okay. Um. Wait a minute. Oh. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um. They're dwarves, but from the underdark. Probably sweet. Speak dwarvish. speaks Dwarvish. Yeah. Well... No. How do you speak Dwarvish? Cool. You should try speaking Dwarvish. 
fish to these guys. I think they could be friendly. Once y'all have this conversation, all eight of them just completely disappear in front of you. Um, but like vanish, they vanish, don't like go invisible. Um, but they're all covered in blood, so you can still see their outlines the standing there, like, and they seem to be like hiding, like as if they're invisible mm-hmm. and like think they're they're hidden, but they're covered in blood, so you can still in see the dwarvish. I say, you are not hidden. We can still see you. Surrender to us now. Back in dwarvish, they say. We'll beat you. And. And then one of them comes out of um, invisibility and. um, Well, he enlarges. So instead of being the normal size that he is, um, doubles in size and stands up. He's not invisible anymore. And he stands up and we're going to roll initiative. Also 15, so he's going to go in between the two of you. So one of them gets really big, um, in fact, and then the rest of them all, as their turn, um, do the same thing. So this room in front of you is—it's like if you look at the map, um, it's pretty small. Um, it's a 30 foot by uh, 40 foot room, so like that's not actually super small, but they're all large, so they take up. An entire ten foot square. So like there's basically the entire room is just filled with these Dorigar that are all large. Um and that's their uh their turn. Uh Carrie, you're up. I'm gonna use an interaction and say Hans, are you sure we can do this right now? Um, maybe we should try to de escalate the situation. I don't know how I like I can't talk to them, but I don't know, it's up to you. Um, let's see. I don't know. I'm 
going to use. Uh, yeah, I'll use it on myself. I'll use a potion of invulnerability. Okay. And then <clears throat> I guess yeah, walk through or well, no, I'll just leave the door cracked. Or has the door been opened? No, not really. The door was like y'all y'all opened it a good bit so or like you know a foot or so so that you can see. Yeah. They all got real big while y'all were talking to them, and then yeah, if you want to close it, you I'll can. ready an attack action if somebody comes and attacks me. Okay, so there's doors still open by by a foot or so. You took a step back, sort of, and you're just like ready to to attack. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Or how about this? If somebody charges me, then I want to ready an attack with my bow to try to keep them back. Okay. Um. So yeah, if somebody starts it angrily comes at you, then yeah. Yeah. And um, does that give me an extra attack? Like, would I be able to shoot twice, or is that just one? I can't remember. What it's um. Like. Let's extra. So technically it says take the attack action on your turn is the extra attack. So usually that would just be one. I think is by the by the raw rules. Um we might have done otherwise. Okay. But um but yeah, by um I think I have probably done otherwise, so I'll let you do it. Just yeah, that'd be fine. I don't care either, yeah. Yeah, do it. Okay. That's my turn. Okay. Um Koak. Oh, actually, uh, I'm going to tell Yuji to help Hans if he decides to interact with them by being cute. By being cute? Mm-hmm. So help in performance? Help. Yeah. Or not performance, but persuasion stuff? Yeah. Just, okay. Just be like, you don't want to harm an innocent little crab. Um, Alright, and Koak says, Oh, what are we doing? And he readies an attack. Um, for basically, if you attack, then he's going to. Um, okay. You're up. Dwarvish. I speak to them. We do not wish to fight. We are here simply as explorers searching for warpogs. We're just curious as to what happened in this room. Is Yuji doing his thing? Oh, yeah, so you get your, um, so he just... <laughs> so, you wouldn't want to harm this innocent crab friend of ours, would you? Um, he persuasion. Yeah, roll persuasion for that. Fifteen. Fifteen? Wait. So they say back... But Yuji helped you. Oh, so it's... Yeah, you have, per, you have uh, advantage. Ah, 26. There you go. So they yell back in in Dwarvish. Um, but you said you wanted to fight. We were scared because we saw all the blood. We didn't know what was going on. Well, it wasn't me, they say. And for the time being, we'll stop combat. Because um, they seem to be talking. Okay. Um, we saw a man earlier. I described him. We were curious about what he was doing here, so we started began to follow his tracks. We they led into here. Was this that man? 
No, this was our friend. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, I didn't do it. Well, I didn't do it either. Well, I didn't do it either. They're all shouting and dwarvish at each other. What? Well, it wasn't my fault. I didn't know it was the, 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 it was a, um, he says, well, I you didn't know it, it was a potion of, I thought it was a potion of healing. The other one says, it's not my fault he exploded. And they're yelling at each other. Um, have y'all heard of war pogs? <laughs> They're, like, still yelling at each other a good bit. And then one of them's like, No! What do you want? Warpogs. We are searching for warpogs. I don't know. Are you going to kill us? We wouldn't like to. I, I mean, if we were attacked, then we would defend ourselves. But we are not looking to harm anyone. We aren't attacking right now. You're just well, who are you to say that? You're very large, and it's intimidating. Are you looking at them through? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, well, we will be for a little bit longer. <laughs> we can't just turn it off, you see. I've been there. <laughs> 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 Inspiration. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, take it, take it, take it. Yes. Um, I uh, asked them how long they, how long have you been in this, in these ruins? Well, or you'd ask me that, dude. I can't tell you that. I didn't mean to. How could I know? How do I know I can trust you? You were gonna kill me soon. I was simply preparing to defend myself. I was scared that the person we were wandering after was murdered. You could understand my fear. It was reasonable. Um, by the way, the clacking that y'all heard is getting um, louder. I say, please, can we come in here? We've, we've already faced some ruthless monsters, and we do not wish to uh, be attacked again. You promise you're not gonna try and kill us? I promise. A giant, giant hand comes out to shake your hand. Mm. Oh, oh, Alright, um. That okay with you guys? They open the door. And y'all all come in and, um. Koak sort of just wanders in. Oh, that's the, um. The, um, skeletons are coming. And then he just comes in behind. He was the last person in after y'all. He kind of, like, everybody had walked in. He just sort of, oh. And then he just walks I in. Shut the door. Shut the door behind. These things do lock, lock as well if you want. So you're just, like, shoved into this room with these, like, eight huge blood-soaked, um, Duragar, and they're all just, like, and by the way, the rest of y'all can't understand this conversation. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and so, um, just you're all shoved in here together in this tiny in this room, and then after about thirty more seconds, they just and now it's like they're normal sized dwarves, and they're just like glaring at you, like kind of worried a little bit, but also glaring at each other. And it's like what? Just expectantly looking at you. 
Um, does the clicking continue to get louder? Um, hard, after you closed the door and locked it, like, it was kind of hard to hear um, from the distance. Like, it wasn't close enough. It was echoing through, but once the door closed, it's not echoing through anymore. So it's like they were far enough away where you wouldn't hear unless they were in the cavern or whatever. So it's hard to tell from now. In other words. Do you know of the large skeletons roaming these ruins? The whole place is covered in skeletons. Are they aggressive to you as well? They're aggressive to everything that's here. That's why we're in here. You've been trapped. Well, no, we were just hanging out. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to hang out with us and potentially get out? We could get out anytime we want. I'm sure you could. We don't need your help. It would be more for our help. I'm but a musician, an explorer, and a musician. I wouldn't call my... Yes, I carry this rapier, but I wouldn't call myself a warrior. Whoa. And you hear them start to speak in, in under common, back and forth. Um, one of them starts yelling a little bit, and the other... <laughs> back and forth back and forth um and um eventually the, the same guy comes back to you and he's like I don't what are you what is you want to help fight skeletons why don't you just avoid them that would be ideal but they're not very fast I guess that's what you have been doing? Yes, but... He looks at his friend and then he kind of looks back at you. Yes. I ask what they're saying. And, um... I don't know. I want to have an update. I ask if they speak common. Under common, yes. Do you speak... Overcome. <laughs> oh, surface dwellers never learned that horrid language. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, well, I'm going to explain to my friends this current situation in surface common. So do not be alarmed. And then I proceed to tell I ask, <clears throat> um, I, yeah, I guess I just ask, like, what are they doing here then? Because they didn't really get a clear answer. Um, it seems to me as though they are trapped. Like, is there, is this their home? I don't think so. I think they were here trying to get something. And they've been avoiding the skeletons and trying to but hide But what them. are they trying to get then? Are you afraid to ask them that or... No, I guess I just didn't even think about it. Okay. Actually, I did ask them what they were doing here, and they... They said just hanging out. Well, yeah, but you said that. They didn't want to tell me. Okay, okay. But I don't believe that they are... But do you want to push the question further? Cause I could, because I don't believe that they are... Because we've told them why we're here, and yeah. we can, like... We're happy to explain more, re like, why we want the warp pogs as well. 
Also, maybe we should show them the map and ask if they have a map or a knowledge of what the place is like. Because I don't know where they're coming from. Um, Alright, well I say yes, we are from the surface. We um, traveled here the past couple of days hoping to find yeah, hoping to find these warp hogs which rumor has it they would be able to help us in our <coughs> experiments to um, reach the skies, reach the heavens. <coughs> and we were hoping that y'all might <coughs> consider helping us in this quest. Whoa. There is safety in numbers. Yes, but... <sighs> Perhaps there is okay, a quest... Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll try and talk my friends into going with you. If it adds on one condition, else. you have to help us next door. My uh, other friends are in a bit of a pickle. Understood. It's kind of time-sensitive. Okay. Let's go. Guys, we had to help their friends, and they said they'd help us afterwards. Cool. I'm on board. They said their friends were, <clears throat> and I quote, in a pickle, and it's time-sensitive. They, they sure walk over the to the... Dwarvish term for pickle is... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so there's three doors in here, one that you came through. There's one to the north, and there's one to the west. Um, the one to the north, he walks up to, and he sort of just motions it at you to walk in. What's in there? What's in there? Well, they're having some problems with the undergrowth. It's, uh, painful. Will they be aggressive towards us? Oh, uh, they might. But the undergrowth was probably more aggressive. What is the I'll tell them not to be aggressive. What is the undergrowth? Oh, uh, if you were to the shambling mound. That roll of history? Mm. <laughs> Arcana? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it is. So... I just walk in. I don't understand the conversation, but <laughs> he keeps pointing at it or whatever. <clears throat> Yeah, so you walk in and just this this just mound of like ivy and green like and mushrooms and like dirt and all this other crap is just like st- standing up and it's busy thrashing these uh, these um, these four Duragar and they're just like they're hidden up under one of the, all through all of their shields are held hold, held on top of them just holding it like this and they can't move at all and the um shambling mound just this mass of ivy and all this crap and it's just push, 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 try and hit how it wide and is how wide is the room um it's number nine so it's probably it's 40 feet by 40 feet and how big is the ivy mound um 
Gucci at large. So it's basically standing on top of them. It just and they're just like there's four of them just like underneath this, and they're not looking pretty. Um, looking like every once in a while you just can look in and you just see blood shifting down there. Does it look like there's any like any water source for the plants thing, the vines? Um, I mean, there's there it's damp everywhere, but. But yeah, we can roll initiative, I'm sorry. Does it see us? No, it's just... <laughs> like, not even paying so attention at all. So first initiative after, or regardless? Um... I guess it still would have initiative, it just wouldn't be focused on us. Um, 13 for me. 13 for you? Oh, yeah. uh, that's a sudden for me. So the first, um, doom, 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 doom. change the music again. Um, yeah, so the Duragar, as you walk in, you will have a round because this thing's not paying attention at all. Um, so the Duragar behind you, um, four of them, uh, come in, and they all just throw javelins, um, at this thing, and, um... Now that they've thrown their javelins, let's kill them. Two of them hit. There's another four that we'd have that. And the other four that are underneath their shields there. Yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, so they throw, they hit. Um, it is now the Durgar underneath that just bide their time with their shield, and then Hanjiro. Does it look like I'd be able to throw my uh, fireball without it hurting anyone? It's gonna, if you want to hit the big thing, it's gonna hit the people underneath it. Like, it's basically standing on top of them.
say better make like a tree and leaf. That's what I say to it. Cautious. have to be able to understand you? That you can see within her range perceives everything is hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter. Did that say if it has to understand me? Or hear me? Just as a creature that I can see. I guess. It's weird because this thing doesn't speak any languages, um, but its intelligence is five. So... I guess it works. What is it? Always safe? You said? Okay, well then, how about this? That's different. I do a wacky dance. Do a wacky dance. Is it, uh... That's different than, like, the insult thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I know the insult one is they have to... They have to hear me even if they can't understand me. It's a whiz save? Yeah, 16. It does not make it. Alright, it is wrong. Okay. Um falls prone on top of the all the Duragar that's sitting on top of um, and is just laughing. Just laughing like crazy. Alright, um, I then move over and I guess with my bonus action I begin to actually Say that, and you do that to the four of them, and then you can do it to five if you want, or the fifth yourself, I guess. Or um, yeah, I'll keep that eight temporary points right now. Okay. Um. Two of them are able to. The two closest ones are able to wiggle out, and then they just run over. And these people, like they're limping, like having a really hard time of it. Um, eight help. They do, okay, temporary points, right? So they get over to their Duragar friends, and they just, like, <clears throat> they shove them into the other room, 
um, and there's the two people below, um, and they're just like trying to get out, but they just can't make it. Um, anything else? That's it. Okay. Um, so we, this thing is just vines, right? Like how? It's a it pile look? of vines and uh, here, it looks like this. Okay. There's not a person inside of it. It tries to eat yeah, people. Okay, I'm going to just cast Summer's Mark on attack it twice. Okay. First one is um uh, thirty something to hit. Hits. And sixteen points of damage. Sixteen. Yes. Of uh, what type? Um, piercing. Okay. And, and it goes ahead and gets to make a save. Mm-hmm. And Tasha's. it has advantage. And it has advantage. Oh yeah, do I have disadvantage? It rolled a five on both of those, so it didn't make it. Huh? Do I have disadvantage because it's a prone? If you're using it, um... 20 to hit. Yeah, it hits anyway. Or 22, yeah. So that's 19 to hit. Hits again. And then uh, 11 points of damage. Another 11. And it gets to roll again with advantage. Rolls a natural 20, so it is no longer laughing. Uh, it is still pro though. So spell ends. Um, anything else? That's it. Oh, um, Kowak. So Koak um, burrows into the er, into the ground. Um, oh no, only can do unworked earth and stone. That's why. Um, but he, he just lumbers forward. Oh well, this should be fun. Boom! And he um, slams twice um, against this thing. Once with each arm. Um, and hits with one of them. Um, and he's gonna do a total of twelve points of bludgeoning damage against this thing. Um, and that's his turn. And then the Shambling Mound is going to um, take his turn. It's going to turn around and... Um, it's going to come over to you um, and attempt, because you're the closest thing to it. Uh, how um, long has it been since I drank the potion of invulnerability? How long does it go for? Um, so it was like that whole conversation. Yeah, that's probably gone. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I figured. <laughs> Oof, that was brutal. <laughs> I forgot you had done that. Hey, we're gonna fight you though. Yeah. But then he rolled a 26 <laughs> on persuasion, so. Um, Thanks, UG. Would a 15 have done it? Um, probably not. 
I don't know. It was gonna be. It was gonna continue the conversation. They were probably gonna attack. I think. Um, but yeah, he's gonna run at you. Um, make two slam attacks. Natural twenty and a um, eighteen. Both hits. Um, so the first one. One. Holy crap. Because uh, he rolled a natural 20, he's going to do 10, 20, and then second hit, another um, 12, so 32 points of damage, um, and then you are grappled, um, so it, it hits you and it hits you again and grabs you, you're grappled, and now it's going to use your, it's um, engulf. So the Shambling Mound engulfs a medium or smaller creature grappled by it. The engulfed target is blinded, restrained, and unable to breathe and must succeed on a DC 14 constitution saving throw at the start of each of the mound's turns or take 13 bludgeoning damage. If the mound moves, the engulfed target moves with it. The mound can only have one creature engulfed at a time. So you're engulfed um, at the start of your start of the mound's turn. So you have until um, until its turn comes back. So its turn's done now, now, but you have until the start of its next turn to get out without taking, or else you'll take 13 uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay. Additionally. Um, that's its turn. First Duragar happen. They're gonna um, all run at it. And use their um, their war picks. They're just gonna engulf or like circle around it. Actually, two of them are gonna go and try and help those guys out um, from underneath, and the rest of them are just gonna use their war picks on it to attack. Um, so those guys are still underneath, even though it's grappling me now. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's standing on top of them because their shields are up like this. And then it just like hits you, hits you, and then engulfs you. Um, one of them is going to hit. Nope, two of them, I'm sorry. I thought it was higher. And they're going to use the weapons um, for a total of 13 points of damage. The other two Duragar from underneath are going to attempt to. Um, to get out. They both actually get out. Hold on, 20 and a 19 there. Um, so they both wiggle their way out um, with uh, the help of those two other people who were helping them out. Um, and now it's just basically they throw them away, um, get them into the other room, and um, it is now Han's turn. So Kara is still grappled. He's still inside of this, this big thing of vines, yeah. Being eaten. Uh, you said I was blinded. What else? Blinded, restrained, unable to breathe. Does that mean I can't talk? Um. Restrained means speed is zero, can't benefit from any bonus to speed. Attack rolls have advantage, and creatures' attack rolls have disadvantage. 
and the creature has disadvantage on deck saves. But this is a... You can still try and get out by normal means. It's a escape of 14. I'll, I'll still try and cast... I'm just getting cautious with this laughter again. Okay. Or actually, is that... Okay, some of the spells say if it succeeds, then it doesn't work for like 24 hours, but I don't think that's the case. So then it's okay. wisdom save. Mm-hmm. 16. Uh, does not make it. So it falls to the ground. Does this work? It's incapacitated. Can't take actions or reactions. It still takes turns, though. So he is now just not doing extra things, but his turn will still happen, and he'll still get hurt. But it's just incapacitated. So can't take oh, actions wow. or reactions. Nice. What? Well, I have land strike, which means that I have advantage on saving throws against plants that are magically created or manipulated and peak movement. So, yeah, I'd say you have advantage to get out. Um, but that is that an ability check? Um. Because I'm exhausted. Yeah. I, um. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll give uh, Bardic Inspiration again. Okay. Oh, Bardic, no, no. You yell at him, yeah, you'll be able to, you'll be able to, yeah. Sorry, never mind. (laughs) No, I Um, I thought you were saying health. Anything else you want to do? Um, I'll use my interaction to tell the people that we need to get back in the other room. Okay. Um, anything else? You're up here. Great. Uh, I'll roll. Escape. I roll a seven, and I would like to use my bardic. Is that a d6? D8. Um, that's a six. So thirteen plus whatever. What is it? What type of saving throw? Um, it's con or uh, it's strength, sorry, strength. to get out. Saving throw, right? Strength saving throw. Yeah. Okay. So it's eighteen. Eighteen. So you wiggle your way out, and with his the help of his inspiration, um, you pull your way out, and you're out. Um, that's your action. Condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. Apologies. Um, so he still has his action. So you didn't have to do any of that. You didn't have to use your. So you you incapacitated it. It fell to the ground. You're out of it. You still have your your bonus action if you'd like, Hans. So My bonus action still give him part of. Okay. So you fell on the ground. You still have your full turn, but you are prone. Because you fell as it fell. Okay. Um, if I run, so it's prone, can it, I can't remember. It can't do action or reaction. So it can't attack. It can't do that. So um, I'll use half my movement to get up and then the other half to run away. Just run out. And right. then um, attack it again. I still have my 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a 14 to hit. Except for it's... Or rather... Technically, did you move? I mean, you can move. It was your turn. Oh, yeah, I didn't move on my turn. Which was literally like two seconds ago. If you want to move, you can do that. Technically, I should have said I want to move once he's out. Yeah. But I didn't say that. But you had already done your action, so you couldn't really hold the dash. You're saving the out. It's fine. It's not holding a dash. It's just holding my movement. You can only hold an action. Really? You can use an action... Like, you, your action on your... You can use a bonus action and a move on your turn, and then you can use hold an action is an action. Um, but you can only hold one action. Gotcha. Does a 14 hit? Um, 14 does not hit. Okay. Does a 15 hit? A 15 does hit. Fifteen? Yep. And then I'm going to say Yuji um, is in front of me so that, like, I don't really know how it is, but Yuji's positioned to where it's harder to reach me. Alright, and it did, took damage, so what's the DC again? Sixteen. Sixteen it for Wiz. Prone, right? It did not make it. No, it doesn't. Um, it is prone. Which would be, uh, I guess, give a disadvantage or whatever. Yeah, but I did that. I did. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else? I think that's it. Koak is going to stay where it is, where he is and say, Oh, this is an interesting plant. And hit it. Um, with both. Well, he's going to hit it once, rather. Um, for... Nineteen points of damage. Things kind of starting to fall apart just a little bit. He's going to make his... Not going to make his whiz save, so still falling on the, or laying on the ground. Um, What's the wisdom? Zero. It's a 10. Nice. Um, yeah, I rolled a natural 20 earlier, so was, that's like the only reason I have to roll I mean, 15 or below or above. But um, whose turn is it? It is now its thing, its turn. So it's going to again try on its turn because it does get on its turn to try, right? Um, oh, oh, wait. It has advantage if it's activated by. Oh, good point. So that's. Two, um, neither of those got it anyway. So that was. So I rolled twice. Um, but he's going to try again on his turn, right? Yeah, at the end of each of his turn, um, does make it. So that's its turn, um, and it's back to the first Duragars. So they just all run out, um, and they're like motioning y'all to do the same. Um, you're up. It's not looking amazing, the thing, but you know, should just leave. You're like towards the door. You're probably 10, 15 feet. I'm gonna shoot it with a magic missile. Oh, you're gonna say fireball. <laughs> no. I mean, it, it's not looking like on death's door, but it's like. 
three. Yeah, I instilled three darts of. Um, that's three D four plus three, right? Three D four plus three. Yep. Not bad. <clears throat> now it's looking pretty close. Um, I uh, then use my movement to get through the door. Okay. Uh, keep it open. So you're still there inside. Koak's still inside. And Yuji's still inside. Um, oh, he did. You just did damage again. Oh, wait, it had already got out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yuji still... Yuji went inside, right? Into the room? He did. I I did say that, like... He I was standing next room. to it, wasn't he? Um... Because he was held... No. Kind of. Well, I said that I used... Like, after I stood up, then I used the rest of my movement to go towards the door. Did I make it out of the door? Or? You could, if you want. That's kind of what I meant. Okay, um, so you're out of the door. Which... But like, then you turn around and attack. Yeah. So you're, like, standing so in the by, doorway. Yeah, in the doorway. And then Yuji's right in front of me, is what I was thinking. Okay. Because I want him to be, like, a shield, basically, if gotcha. the guy comes after me. Um, but also not blocking other people from getting through, so I don't know how that works. Is it my turn? Wait. I, um... um it when it runs out. Yeah, that's the last charge. Yeah, yeah. so this is the only time. So you did... Never mind. You said yeah. sorry. Um, Yeah, is that your turn? Everything? Yeah. Carry your up. Okay, I'm gonna attack it. Okay. 12 to hit. Um, does not. Sorry, 22 to hit. It does. Would you like to do this? Eight points um, I want to just—I don't know—shoot straight through, put a little hole in the center of it. Okay, so you at the same place, and then it just falls to the ground um, and crumbles underneath the. Um, That will call combat over. Um, everyone runs back into the room before um, with all the blood where everybody is. Um, room number 10. And um, if I can find my map. There we are. Um, you did notice on your way out there was a statue in the other room. Um, there was... Oh, I'm sorry. An inch of foul-smelling water covers the stone floor on this chamber. 
Um, really? Wait, on which floor? The, in the, the one that you were talking about. Oh. That you were asking. I'm sorry. That's fine. A wide statue depicting a portly woman holding a basket of bananas blocks the passages to the south. Um. So if I had destroyed that water, what would have happened? Um. Basically nothing. Yeah, basically nothing. That's what I figured. Uh. Oh. You notice, too, that you need to roll a um, constitution saving throw. As you were touched by this thing. Um, 18. Alright, you're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a statue in there, nothing really else um, interesting to look at, and then you're in door number 10, or room number 10, with a total of 12 Duragar that are all hanging out with you. Um, in that tiny, tiny room, but y'all can sort of spread out now into both rooms. The stench of blood, as well as that disgusting mud and, and foul-smelling water in the other room just, like, pervades your nose everywhere. Um, but both doors are locked, and you hear, or, like, no, you don't hear, um, anything from the other side. Um, and I think that's where we'll call it. Um, so thanks everybody for playing, and good, it's good to be back, and we'll pick up next uh, time. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Bye, Alex. Bye. Bye.